you may look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond, you may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No. Because I'm going to get him. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios located here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. We broadcast live every weeknight. That's Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. How do you like that radio voice, huh? <laughs> no, folks. Uh, seriously, we, we broadcast live every Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Global Star Radio Network. It's our flagship network. Love our home right here at the Global Star Radio Network. It's the place to be. Russ Dizdar. We follow Russ um, uh, Dizdar. And, of course, uh, um, Dave Hodges on Sunday. By the way, I'm going to be on, uh, uh, Joe, I didn't tell you this. I'm going to be on Dave Hodges' show for an hour on Sunday night. We're going to be talking about some uh, disclosures. Uh, that's going to be an important uh, event to tune into. So that's going to be kind of fun. Folks, if you're watching this live on YouTube, just hang in there for a moment, okay? We are, uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> we, we've got some issues with, uh, uh, we, we, the pre-flight checklist is long, and I mean long. Makes you appreciate Eric. And of course, Josh is doing a good job, but the, the pre-flight pre, pre checklist is long. Actually, we call it the Mayday Manual. Okay. Um, it's, uh, there's like numerous steps that you've got to do in order, in order for us to go simulcast on different venues, which by the way, um, we, we, our, our home station is, is the Global Star Radio Network, but we're also simulcast on Blog Talk Radio. And you can watch us live and by archive on our YouTube channel. The links to each audio and video broadcasting venue can be found right on our home base at Hagman and Hagman.com. There we go. Hey, it's live. See? Live and in color. Um, there. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Joe. Anyway, uh, and don't forget, we've got two separate websites, Hagman and Hagman.com and HagmanReport.com. Hagman and Hagman.com is, of course, the uh, show website. HagmanReport.com is news prep uh, information. And, uh, and, and folks, you know, I'm Doug Hagman and my son, Joe Hagman, together we are 
something I like to call America's Premier Father, Son Investigative Reporting Team. Just so glad that all of you can join us and really, 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 really appreciate every each and every one of you who take time out of your busy schedule. And, and whether it's at your computer, which um, is a great place to be, or on your tablet or in your car, We've got, I just want to say that hello to Officer Sean. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, be careful out there. And Officer Robert. <laughs> I can't, I can't give last names. Uh, several, several people in, uh, or several officers in the Ohio area. Just want to say thank you so much. Ohio, uh, uh Highway Patrol as well as a couple of municipalities. One also say hello to, we see that at least one government agency from Washington, D.C. is checking in right now. I want to say hello to you, whoever you might be. It's interesting on the backside we can see. We can, we can see on the backside here some people who's checking in. So hello. And we've got about eight or nine different countries also checking with us as well. So welcome. Joe, it's... a Busy day today. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, it was a little <coughs> little hectic there, uh, without Eric trying to to run all the machines with all the buttons. Gets rather yeah. confused. <laughs> no, no. And I folks, know. I don't know if you caught it earlier, and I'm not sure if it even went out over the air. I think I I streamed like ten minutes of me messing with the the equipment, trying to get it working. And if you did see that, it's gone now, though. I, I uh, that was pretty was funny. You know, Joe came up and said, "Hey, I, I think, I think, uh, I, I, I think I." Yeah, it was like at five o'clock. I, I think I just made a video. I said, "Well, what was it?" <laughs> it was me. I, you know, I was trying to fix the cameras. I, looking at the cameras and looking at, you know, so if funny, right? Anyway. No, it was funny. It's a learning yeah. experience. So. Oh, it, it is. It is. And you know, we we just want to again. We want to thank everyone for for uh, joining joining us and and for being part of our family. Um, uh, so so much to get into. Of course, folks. You know, the breaking news story right now, of course, is the not the Richard Simmons transitioning story. Of course not, and not even necessarily the. Um, Hillary, Diane, Rodham, Clinton, I am woman, hear me roar situation where it looks like there's a, I don't know, Andrade, it looks like, a, I, I, you know, I, I can't even describe that picture. It looks like, it, I just can't even describe her picture. I, I don't even know what to say except it looks Photoshop, but it, it, it looks. They definitely play with the colors. There's something going on. The color there. enhancement. Yeah. And, uh, of her and her and her shirt and the uh, blurring out of the background, but, the, the, but she's the crowned yeah. goddess, quote unquote, uh, as it says there. And that's that's probably more accurate than not goddess to many, um, small g, of course. And and you know, but but the, the the big story right now is what's taking place right now in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Four killed in central Tel Aviv terror shooting. Two attackers have been captured. Police confirmed that two attackers were arrested. One was shot. Now these are terrorists. They wore disguises. There was just a. They were dressed up as Orthodox Jews. Yeah, yeah. And, and and folks, you know, this is coming to America, and it's it's already been here, except the media has has kept a, a lid on this. Did you see the, the kill list? Uh, yeah. They said ISIS had released a kill list with over seventy five hundred American yeah. names listed on it. Um. 
I saw it existed. Now, do, do we have a copy of that? The, no, the, the, the article I read uh, did not have the names as part of the article, but they did list, uh, you know, 314 in Minnesota. Okay, because, uh, you know, 1,200 in, in California. This is one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that, that we had done in the past. Uh, Archangel, who I spoke to, is, is not in this country. Um, we, he, he had always, I mean, he, he was the best. I mean, is the best. I shouldn't say was, is the best. And what he has done and what he would do is, well, I guess I could say this without, without fear of causing any issues. Um, he, right after 9-11, he actually, with the assistance of others, um, and some Arabic linguists and some Farsi linguists uh, would would sign up for these password protected terrorist websites and pose as a terrorist sympathizer. Now, as time went on, and the FBI and the CIA and other intelligence agencies infiltrated these 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 forums, they would move. Well, if you were in there and you were you know doing a good job undercover they would share with you where they were moving to what their URL would be meanwhile the FBI and, and other agencies they were flailing around trying to find the new location of these forums so Archangel of course would would share that information with the with the feds and and it got to the point where it was such uh, uh, he was we were all running into more FBI and more CIA and more Mossad and MI6 in these forums than terrorists. Think about that for a moment, in, in real time. But uh, I was talking with him last week, and, and I, I think I shared this with with the audience, but I'll share this again. It was chilling one night. Joe, I'm, I'm not sure if you were, I'm not sure if, if you were aware of this or not. Um, he called me, uh, Archangel contacted me on the phone and he said hey check your uh, message well the, how we were doing things was I'll just say check your message message uh, system and I checked it and I clicked on a hyperlink and it took me right into the security cameras the security footage of a major US airport and I said how'd you do that and he said well it's posted all over this uh, terrorist forum so right away we got on the phone to the to the feds of the city, well to D.C. But and this was I don't know it was like somewhere between like eleven and twelve at night if I remember right. It was late, and we got on the phone and and uh, we got somebody out of bed basically and and said, hey, take a look at this. But he had found that. So uh, what what happened was that the 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 terrorist. And I mean terrorists, because they were they were going to do some nasty things. What they did was they had somebody on the inside of the airport. In fact, it was one of the IT people. They uh, got the username and password for the security system throughout this airport and posted it live on the forum, the link on the forum. But... Everything that preceded the link and that came after the link was in Arabic. 
or Farsi, I don't remember which. But I just really, folks, think about that, okay? Think about, just, just let that kind of sink in for a minute. Um, that's pretty chilling. And, you know, what exactly was the, the, the motive there? Well, the motive, of course, was to create some havoc. Now, did we stop anything? I don't know. Um, I, I have no clue. But isn't that chilling? I mean, when you think about it. And so, and again, um, things like the, the kill list. I'm sure it was published days, if not weeks ago, on these on these password protected uh, internet web forms. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, boy, you just uh, you didn't duck over the camera when you walked by. You okay? My apology. Sorry. Right. You okay? Yeah. Everything all right? Yep, just trying right. to get the stack set up. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, and, and as the program tonight unfolds, we're going to be hitting news in the first hour, our analysis of what's really important here, and then um, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Bilderberg meeting, about the Globalist meeting, and then, of course, hours two and three, please. We're going to open the phone lines, but we know, and we're, we're so well aware that uh, there are many people out there, first time, never called or have called before, but could not get on our show. We're talking to you now. If you have not appeared on our show, we're going to keep the lines open for you, okay? Some of you may, may have waited two hours and never got on. So first-time callers tonight only, please, we ask that, because there are so many people out there that, uh, and, and you know what? If tonight's not the night, if we get no callers, no first-time callers, so be it. But please, I ask the first-time callers only. Yeah. To our show. And uh, that'll start after this hour, an hour, two, and three. But we uh, definitely want to hear from you. Right. uh, Especially first-time callers. And I would just urge people, if they have, uh, you know, stage fright or are shy. Like us. Just let that go. Like us, man. Just give us a call. We just want to hear what's on your mind. Yeah. And we want to hear from from, people. People who we have not talked to before. We know there are a lot of people out there. Yes. We yes. just want to hear from you guys. So we're going to continue to hit news this hour. And then when we do take calls, you can call in and weigh in on any issue we have talked about, anything you want to hear us talk about, or any questions, comments, or concerns that you have. Now, Joe, I opened up, and, and while you were doing this, and thank you for what you're doing, uh, I, we, we just, we, you, you heard this, we opened up with the, with the uh, terrorist attack in Tel Aviv. And we understand Tel Aviv is like the San Francisco of Israel, or I mean, it's a pretty perverse, hedonistic uh, city. Um, and Pastor Paul Begley's in Israel, right? And he's the first person I thought of, when, and a friend right. of ours who's who is just north of Tel Aviv. Um, is that where he's at? North? Not of not Pastor. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And we've got yeah, we've got friends. Um, a lot of friends in and around uh, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, the Golan, or um, um, well, see uh, Galilee, if you will. Yeah. But anyway, the, the Tel Aviv police. Oh, there was a terrorist assault on the, the Serona market. Ten people were shot at last mm-hmm. time I checked. Three had passed. Four were in critical condition. 
and uh, it's being called a a mass casualty event. You know, let's let's really pray for for these the people. I mean, the, the victims. Um, and if you look at the the wider view of this, I truly believe that we are seeing. And again, talk about chilling. It's not just the death of Western civilization. It's the extermination of Christianity. It's the extermination of Judaism by by Islam. This is serious. And you know, this ties in, Joe, and, and I mean, the, uh, despite the elections, despite the primaries, despite the, the Clinton and Sanders and Trump and all of this stuff, we know all this stuff, but Churning in the background is is really something is is really the takedown of of our country, and there's really no one person I don't believe that's going to be able to to fix this. It's going to have to come from the bottom up, and that's why I get so passionate, but folks. My, my, my wife heard me um, when she dropped off a uh, I, don't, I, I don't know she she did something she dropped off something here at the studio, and and uh, when I got back to the to, to my home, she she said. Uh, why? What were you so loud about? And, and I said, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about." Or she asked what, what we we're talking about, and that was when I was talking about Christians need to be more proactive. And she said, "Well, wh- why were you upset?" And I said, "Because it's the lack of, in my view, anyway." And, and folks, you might take me to task for this, and if you do, that's fine. But it, to me, um, look, I'm just a guy. Just an ordinary guy. Joe is just an ordinary guy. All right. Um, we're just ordinary folks. Trying to just. Tending to be ordinary. <laughs> well, yeah. We, 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 we hope to be ordinary, I guess, you know. <laughs> but we're just ordinary guys. But what we're trying to do is sound the warning bell and, and say, look, man, um, we're, we're so much under attack. And this is so much bigger. Than just the just Trump or Sanders or, or Clinton. Yeah, this, this is, is much true. bigger. Yeah, we are under attack. Our our, our values are, are under assault. They have been. And, and one of the people I admire, and I hope everyone, um, and folks, I, I wish uh, everyone to to support and to send a uh, note of uh, uplifting note to Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer. Isn't he doing a fantastic job? Just to stand firm, stand. And, and work so hard at the various uh, abortion clinics or what they really are, the murder mills, and, and to, to stand up to places like Target. And Joe, um, just I can't, you know, he, he, I think single-handedly was responsible for Target tanking, you know, their stock tanking the way it did. I really yeah, do. I think you know, know, there's been bounce back since then. Um People yeah, have taken their foot off the throttle, and the news has found other stories to use yeah. as distraction. Because I do believe, uh, as you said, Coach Dave made a serious impact um, with a, a video he made that went viral, among with other people, and a boycott with over a million signatures of people starting to boycott Target. Yeah. That got the ball rolling, and it started hurting the bottom line in the billions. Then we saw the distractions uh, come out. Sure. And we saw the target really kind of fall back into the uh, 
you know, it wasn't talked about, it wasn't mentioned, there was nothing going on. Even though there was different incidents around the country, men in women's bathrooms trying to kidnap little girls or trying to videotape uh, women going to the bathroom, those types of, of assaults increased, yet the stories in the news decreased and were hidden and buried. Kind of like with the IRS. Um, what came out with the IRS has been revealed. Um, as we know, Zero Hedge has an article up here about this today with the, you know, the Tea Party and um, conservative uh, audits that were going on. The targeting, the targeted audits of the IRS, the IRS weaponizing uh, their agency to go after groups that were opposed to this agenda mm-hmm. and administration. That's right. Well, Zero Hedge sums it up uh, in an article from Alan West. It says, just imagine if this had been a Republican presidential administration these past seven years. The media would be all over this like white on rice. <laughs> However, for some apparent reason, the liberal progressive media has dismissed and ignored scandals, faults, issues of deceptions, lies, abandonment of Americans to die, mm-hmm. tyrannical unconstitutional actions. Now the IRS has finally revealed its nefarious actions to us all, and it's worse than we thought. As reported by the Washington Times, more than three years after it admitted to targeting Tea Party groups for intrusive security or scrutiny, the IRS has finally released a near-complete list of the organizations it snagged in a political dragnet. The government released the names of 426 organizations. Another 40 were not released uh, on the list, because they had already opted out of being part of the class action suit. The total is much higher than 298 groups the IRS Inspector General identified back in May 2013, when investigators first revealed the agency had been subjecting applications uh, to long, potentially illegal delays and forcing them to answer intrusive questions about their actions. And it goes on from there. Um, Another 26 groups' names refer to Liberty... Uh, on that list, any uh, these were IRS actions that went after certain uh, groups based on things like keywords, right? right. Like patriot, mm-hmm. freedom, liberty. You know, the Liberty Group or the Liberty Council. Um, and there was interesting. Uh, it says uh, 60 of the groups on the list released last month had the word T in their names. 33 had patriot. Eight refer to the Constitution. 13 had 912 in their name. Um, and then it goes on to list more groups and, you know, right. keywords that were uh, associated with these groups. Bottom line, the Obama administration charged his IRS with the backing of Valerie Jarrett to go after these groups as it was against their with ideology. The backing of Valerie Jarrett. Yes. For plausible deniability of a president is what the article says. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. So, bottom line, hmm. the IRS has all, I mean, has just admitted that they went after multiple hundreds of groups based on the administration's wants and these groups' ideologies for standing up for freedom, liberty. Americans, the Constitution, 
And people like Valerie Jarrett don't like that. Well, and, and I, if I can add one thing here, and, and this is something that I want everyone to understand, because we, as the Hagman and Hagman Report, we have been subjected to harassment. Not, and, and I have to say this, uh, I have to give, in this case, give the IRS credit. Wow. Go figure, right? Um, we, 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 obviously we make enemies because of, of what we say. And sometimes the enemies will think they're clever and, and, and file a complaint with the IRS saying that, uh, well, you know, their, their, their financials are out of order, whatever that might mean. I won't get into specifics, but, uh, um, we were erroneously believed to be by, by a complainant that we were a 501c3 corporation. And a complaint was lodged from from a, a very outspoken, very verbal person against against Hagman Hagman report, and the IRS uh, made an inquiry. And once uh, you know, I explained everything, and they don't have to tell you who you know who complained, right? And so, and, and once I explained, you know, that no, we're not a five hundred one c three, and explained the structure, they said, okay, thank you, and the. Um, investigator from the IRS said, obviously it was someone, um, I'm not going to go further there that, except to say that someone who didn't like, who wanted to cause, or wanted, this was done out of harassment. Mm-hmm. Out of spite. Out of spite. So, it's, but see, the other side is they're using, now, now did, did, did it cost us anything? No, it didn't cost us anything, but except for time and a lot of stress, but see, the the enemies will do this, and and if you, if you stand up, folks, and, and that's the other, that's the other thing too. You put your head out, head and shoulders above the crowd. You're, you expect to get harassed, and expect to get shot at. And uh, but I, you know what, Joe, kind of a segue from that article. I want to just mention this. If you're, you know, I, I word, read Oklahoma, that today. Yeah, word. and I watched this the video there, and. I'm glad that you uh, okay. want to talk about this. Yeah, because this is good. we have a lot of listeners in Oklahoma. All right, now, now please, th- this is gonna this is gonna go to every state in the country. But if you're in Oklahoma right now, listening to this, understand one thing: the Oklahoma Highway Patrol is using a new device to take money from you. It's an ERAD. Yes, the name E-RAD. of the device, yep. the Electronic Recovery and Access Data Machine. State police began using 16 of them last mm-hmm. month. And ERAD, the company that issues these uh, scanners, not only gets 5000 for the software and scanners, they also take 7.7% of all cash seizures. Now, right. Well, wait a second. Let's back up here and explain what this is. You're driving through Oklahoma or you live in Oklahoma or whatever, and you get pulled over by, by the police. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just explain how this works. And the let's say the cop thinks, man, you know what? Doug or Joe, they look kind of shady. Well, the Oklahoma Highway Patrol now has have devices, 16 of them, that, that, that allow them to seize money in your bank account or on prepaid cards. So if you've got a, uh, a debit card... Yeah, or, without being... Uh, right. Without committing a crime or being charged. Right. Even if they just suspect you. And you have in your wallet, next to your license... Um, a bank, an ATM card, or whatever you call them now, a debit card, credit card, ATM card, they can actually take money. They've got a machine. The ERAD machine. Yep. And, and they can, they can seize that money from your bank account without necessary probable cause. And they've had problems, um, 
in the past, one of the state senators, Kyle Loveless, states how uh, we've seen single mom stuff be taken. We've had a cancer survivor had his drugs stolen. We saw a Christian band being taken. We've seen yeah. innocent people's stuff being taken. We've seen where the money goes and how it's mis, uh, misspent. Um, but so this is so intrusive. It, it goes on to say the highway, Oklahoma Highway Patrol has a device that also allows to seize money in your bank account or on prepaid cards. They can seize your property in cash without first proving you committed a crime without a warrant or without any uh, without arresting you as long as they suspect that your property is somehow tied to a crime. And to take it a step further, without any charges being filed against you from being pulled over right. at the whim of an officer, you have to prove that you had earned the money or property you have on you legitimately, or they can take it. That, that's pretty pretty sad. This whole situation is pretty sad. And, and I, I'm seeing now discussions on social media and in different websites where um, people are not understanding the significance of this because, once more, this is a war on cash, not just not just cash cash but electronic cash but going back looking at the bigger picture you're going to be told i mean this is an inconvenience and you're going to see people screaming and yelling especially those innocent who are getting their cash seized now here's the way to prevent this what we're going to do is we're going to eliminate all cash and we're going to have everything everything's going to have a chip you're all going to have chips whether it be a card with a chip or uh it's going to be centralized and now, I mean, although this this can happen, this can happen with a chip, with a system right now, even if you have a, car, a chip. But I guess this is going to be used for the to, to to eliminate cash. That is to say, anything other than digital cash. So that's just understand that because that's the bigger picture here. And under the Fourth Amendment, uh, they have the civil asset forfeiture. I mean, which mm-hmm. is the law. That's not under the Fourth Amendment. But under the Fourth Amendment, you're supposed to be protected from things like this, especially at the very least until you are convicted of a crime right. in which that shows that the proceeds from your crime uh, are what is seized. Or say you bought a house with, with money you stole, that, that would be seized. But money tied to the crime you were charged for and convicted of, they should be able to take that back. Beyond that, Everything else should be protected. There's no right for a officer or a municipality to be able to take your car. Let's say you have a recreational marijuana you use. It might be illegal. Depending but on for, what station you know, are a, a $30 in, right? or $50 amount of pot to be able to take your car or your house is just craziness. But this is taking it a step completely further. Mm-hmm. You could be driving down the street, and because you have an amount of cash on you or in your bank that the cop is suspicious of, even though you're clean, you have no drugs on you, no, um, you know, everything's in order, no warrants, you're, you have insurance, everything's valid. If you can't prove to them that how you got it was legitimate, they can take it. Yeah. And if you understand, I mean, you could have your life savings, you know, be on your way to buy your dream boat or bail your grandma out of jail, 
you know, who knows the possibilities. But to be able to, to have civil asset forfeiture without being uh, convicted of a crime, without even having charges brought against you, is completely unconstitutional. And I would urge everybody to support State Senator Kyle Loveless, a Republican in Oklahoma, who has stated that it is unconstitutional and he is going to introduce a bill to end this policy. He says, if I had to err on the side, on one side versus the other, I would err on the side of the Constitution, and I think that's what we need to do. So, Oklahoma mm-hmm. residents, there is your solution. State Senator Kyle Loveless. I, I think what we need as well, it, education is a huge part of this, and we need to tell everybody that, that you can, that you come, that you come across that, that we need to, um, I mean, we need to educate people on, on really the bigger picture here. Uh, we can, I, I really truly believe we can, we can stem what's coming, and, um, or we, we could, we could, we could, I, I don't know be a big speed bump or multiple speed bumps in the road toward this one world order, one world government. Let's see here. We got red lights flashing. Yeah. That's never a good sign. And you did it right. Is there a bomb there? Yeah, it's perfect. All right. Cool. And Thank what you. he does is uh usually 90 seconds before the top of the hour break, he'll put 90 seconds in there. So we, we, It's great because uh, I'll just Eric give it Eric, yeah, Eric. Eric the tech uh, temporarily is. Yeah, he's he's actually taking a couple of days off with my daughter. There. Um, anyway, um, the reason I said that is, I mean, people don't understand. Like you know, the fa- family dynamics here. This is truly a family program. Well, Josh, my stepson, is sitting in for Eric the tech. All right. Now, now, Josh, um, are you mic'd up? All right. I am. All right. We'll say we'll say hello. This is J- Josh. Well, wait, don't mumble. Right. Put it up there. First time. First time. All right. Fix your fix your mic there. Yeah. This is his first time filming. First time. First yeah. time. I'll do my best. I don't know. I'm big shoes to fill with air. Yeah. Well, we just want to say welcome, Josh. Thank you so much yeah. for for doing what you're doing, and we're not paying him anything. He doesn't know that yet, <laughs> but we're not paying him. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the privilege of being here with you is all I need. The privilege. See, yeah. he's sucking up to us, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I, we just want to. I just want to say thank you because we have such great people surrounding us. And you know, I was in the. I was really, really kind of in a cranky mood today. And what else is new, right? And my wife said, "What's wrong with you?" And I said, I don't know. I'm just cranky. And she said, That's cranky day, too. She said, But look around you. Yep. You know, I got the same thing. Look around you. Y- you know. So much to be grateful for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting blown up in Israel. You're, you're not. I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. That's right. Um, one thing that, uh, one thing that we, we have to keep our eye on is, is, this month, it's going to be a year ago this month, about the, the Obergefell passed in the Supreme Court. We mentioned this uh, yeah. earlier in the week. But yeah, I just, just everyone, please understand, number one, that even though the Supreme Court sided on, on the side of Obergefell, when you understand how the Supreme Court works, that opinion is binding to that case only. Now, tradition says, okay, the Supreme Court opinion 
is cited. That's kind of the law of the land, but it's not the law of the land according to our Constitution. Laws can only be made through our Congress. No. That's how it's supposed to be. Right. That's So, despite what people say, because if you really want to get down and dirty with what we're talking about, then let's cite the Dred Scott opinion, where, and folks, if you don't know what that is, you can you can search. But um, suddenly, if if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna take every opinion literally that uh, that's not been overturned and, and cited as a law of the land, then blocks and are really two thirds of a person. It's more than that too. It's it goes beyond the judges and the courts. It also stems to the agencies under the mm-hmm. executive branch. FDA, yep. EPA, they are allowed to write laws and regulations and submit them to the Federal Register where they become law without any type of votes, without any type of congressional oversight. Yeah. This is how the health care law has changed so much, and this is how it will continue to change to adapt to the patient-centric health information and patient identification or the RFID chip. And there it is. It's, all of this is coming full circle. We had um, Dr. Michael Lake on uh, yesterday for two hours, and he was talking about really a, a lot of things about, about the state of affairs. And I just want to show the Shiner Directive. I don't know if you can see that. Um, this is a tremendous book, by the way, and it talks about Babylon and, and you know, yeah, it talks about, about uh, the sh- the plain of Shinar was uh, in Babylon, where the Tower of Babel was right. was built, preparing the way for the Son of Perdition, and we're seeing things that we're seeing the the arc the infrastructure really um, was created back then, back in Babylonian times, and it's now well, it's here, it's, it was still with us, but it's really kind of being rebuilt. Um, and, and solidified, but part of this is the is the assault on our social uh, uh, society. You know, with the LGBTQ, the uh, all of this. I, I wanted to. I, I kind of got sidetracked here, but I want to mention. I don't know how many people saw this. This Episcopal priest, the LGBTQ people, will revitalize Christianity. Yeah, this is insane. Okay, now. This was reported in Breitbart on, what, three days ago, I guess. The Salon Magazine. This Reverend Elizabeth Edmund argues for the power of queer virtue to combat heteronorm... Ready for this word? I've never heard this word before. Heteronormativity. Okay, we have to combat heteronormativity and revitalize Christianity which is too wedded to traditional ideas of human sexuality and marriage. This according to this Episcopal Reverend Elizabeth Edmund. Really. (laughs) Essentially what she's saying is being, and this is her phrase, having queer, queer virtue is going to revitalize Christianity. It's gonna, it's gonna make it better, and people are falling for this, buying this. 
the complexity of these dynamics makes many of us queers. They're calling themselves this. Keenly aware that our pride is born of something deep within us, or deep within that connects us to one another. Something that's bigger than all of us, she writes. Which might indeed be God. I don't know. Last time I checked, God didn't take a shine to the, to that behavior. Uh, just my 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 reading of the Bible. I don't know, but that's uh, something there. Real quick, Joe. I'm going I'm to give you a whole bunch of things real quick here, and then uh, remember hour two and hours two and three will take uh, calls as we continue to go through news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah as we go, right. and I got Hillary. Uh, uh, well, you're getting ready yeah, to uh, hit this. Go ahead. The go FBI. Ahead. Uh, ahead. FBI ahead. sends warning to Hillary about evidence in email investigation. This from the conservative Tribune. Um, basically, what boils down to here is that our Democratic presidential nominee, which is she is now Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and her supporters may be cheering the fact that she has seemingly survived a grueling primary season that she was supposed to breeze through on her way to the nomination. But they're they may want to temper their celebration just a bit. Despite Clinton's many claims that her private email server scandal was no big deal because she did nothing wrong, the FBI has been engaged in a lengthy criminal investigation into her email practices and possible corruption during her tenure as Secretary of State. Just in case Hillary uh, and her staff want to brush off the investigation as more than a security review, the FBI has just filed a motion in federal court essentially declaring everything that was contained on Clinton's private server and email accounts as potential evidence of criminal wrongdoing. This according to The Hill. I'm trying to find my notes. I, I was going through... Oh, I, I, were, there was a... There, there was something extremely important. It was, it was a, a in fact, I've got it in my office. I'll maybe in the next hour I'll, I'll, t- I'll touch on this because there was a Freedom of Information Act request filed by a uh, a news uh, yeah. website, and this is significant. Was because, this a seventy-five year? No, okay. no. This is significant because. Um, the response back from the Department of Justice or the FBI, I'm not sure which one. I, 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 again, I, my notes are in my office. Um, the response would essentially authenticate which, or is, is, verify that, yes, an investigation specific to Hillary Clinton is being conducted about the emails and about her handling of the emails, so it can't be denied. And and one might say, well, wait a minute, we knew this, but uh, never before. When you when you when you look at the wording in this particular communication, which is under seal, uh, but if you well, if you look at the wording about what is under seal, to be more precise, it will you can take away from it that hey, wait a minute. Um, they're really looking at her, and perhaps uh, she may, in fact, uh, um, uh, cause, or uh, I shouldn't say cause, uh, there may be a, a constitutional issue here uh, with a potential indictment of a, of a presumptive nominee, never yeah. before in history. And another piece of this email uh, 
scandal and subsequent investigation. Uh, there's a headline today, Trump Furious, or Trump Rages, Obama Administration Blocks Release of Hillary TPP Emails Till After Election. Yeah, that's, you, you weren't, yes, yes, that's important. Go ahead. And uh, this is from ZeroHedge.com, and I'm waiting uh, for my computer to load. I don't know what's up. Okay. Work, but the long story short is the Obama administration is blocking the release of any emails from the Clinton server that are related to the uh, TPP uh, or Trade Partnership, uh, <laughs> Trans- Trans- Trans-Pacific Partnership. Right. Yeah. And... Um, it says Donald Trump's campaign Monday demanded that the State Department release the Clinton-era government emails about a pending 12-nation trade deal that Trump says will destroy American jobs and hurt the American economy. Hillary Clinton's TPP emails should absolutely be released as her support for the TPP threatens to per- uh, permanently undermine U.S. workers and sovereignty, Trump said. Even CNN was stunned at the White House and their hypocrisy. Um, as detailed earlier, Hillary Clinton, unclear on her real support for Obama trade and international trade, bound to be a crucial issue during the 2016 presidential campaign. It will come as no surprise to many that the International Business Time reports that the Obama administration has now abruptly blocked the release of Clinton's State Department correspondence about the Trans-Pacific Partnership after first saying it expected to produce the emails this spring. The decision came in response to an International Business Times open records request for a correspondence between Clinton State Department office and the United States trade representative. Anyway, the State Department originally said it estimated that the request would be complete by April of 2016, and the delay was issued in the same week Obama, the Obama administration filed a court motion to try to kill a lawsuit aimed at forcing the federal government to more quickly comply with open record requests for Clinton-era State Department documents. So what you have is the Obama administration in the last months the rogue regime yeah. of his presidency yep. trying to influence, hinder a criminal investigation and not only that, blocking emails of Hillary Clinton's uh, dealings with the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Trans-Pacific Partnership. I said that twice because I wasn't sure I said it right the first time. But anyways, this is corruption from the top down. Yeah. This are, What this is, is criminals protecting criminals. What is in these emails or cables that is so bad that the president doesn't want the Democratic frontrunner in this presidential election to be exposed to before the election takes place. Because as of now, uh, well, originally Clinton was all for the TPP. Then she said her, her latest stance is that she is not for the way it is currently written but has not come out and and explained herself as far as where she stands and why she stands where she does on the issue. But it is believed that there is uh, a lot in these emails and cables that point to her uh, 
want of the TPP and it to be implemented, not only implemented, to be expanded upon with more nations and with uh, turning over more power to corporations, which is what the yep. TPP's main function is. Interesting. You know, uh, I mean, at issue, and we need to really focus on, on the churnings, the events, the uh, everything that's going on in the background that's not being covered by the media. And when's the last time you heard people talk, anyone really talk about the, the various uh, treaties, including TPP, TPIP, um, and, and both the Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, uh, so-called conservatives and progressives, uh, or, or the conservatives and communists, regardless of how you want to put it, are, are guilty of meddling or pushing this globalist agenda. Pass it, passage of the TPP, and enact, I should say not passage, but enactment, two different things, of the TPP, is critical, folks, to globalist, the globalist agenda. Hillary Clinton is behind that particular, um, what would you call it, that, that agenda. I mean, she, she's yeah. behind that, yeah, among others, but she is heavily behind it. Don't think for one minute, and I, and I truly, as we get closer to the election, I truly believe that the people in power are only going to allow Clinton in office. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm this. wrong. You know, I, I kind of brushed this off Trump, I don't know. at first, and then going through our first hour here and, and talking about this, uh, Alex Jones has an interesting article up. Bill O'Reilly defends Hillary. Don't oh, call her that. crooked. Yeah. yeah. Bill O'Reilly told a guest not to call Hillary Clinton crooked despite her numerous scandals during a June 7th edition of The O'Reilly Factor with guest Bernard uh, McQuick. The, uh, called the Democratic frontrunner Crooked Hillary, a name made popular by Tr- Donald Trump, and O'Reilly quickly reprimanded him. Crooked? Now, come on, he said. No, no, no. No Crooked Hillary on this program. Trump can do that, because that's what he does. But you? He added while pointing to McQuick. And the article goes on to say, it seems like O'Reilly is turning into a white knight to defend the honor of <laughs> Madam Clinton. <laughs> Even though the dictionary defies crooked as dishonest or illegal, it was certainly dishonest and illegal for Clinton to approve weapons deals to foreign governments who donated to the Clinton Foundation prior to and while she was Secretary of State. And that's just one issue in a laundry list of issues into her criminal dealings. Yeah. But for Bill O'Reilly to say, don't call Hillary crooked on this program. What a, don't you think, to, the, to our listeners out there, don't you believe right now that, um, and Dr. Lake had mentioned this, uh, and I, I think, and, and um, even Dave Hodges briefly mentioned this. I'm not sure if it was in a private conversation or if it was, uh, it was on air on Monday. Um, but the as we go down the road, the time, people are now exposing themselves don't take that the wrong way. They're showing their true callers, basically. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, for example, in his comments, we kind of knew where he stood, but now he's actually coming forth and really driving it home and admitting where you know who he is and, and what he stands for. Same with the other big talkers. When I say big talkers, with the well, you know the, the big names in radio, many of the people who uh, are in, are in Lawmakers. I mean, you, 
they're showing their true colors now, Joe. I, I, I mean, the more, I mean, we're seeing more truth being exposed now today than ever before. When I say truth, I'm talking about like Bill O'Reilly. Okay, so he's defending. It's not well. I mean, it, it, substantially defending Hillary Clinton. Kind of a sideways move, but is he not? Oh yeah, very much so. I mean, you get to the point where you have. In Bill O'Reilly's show, uh, in the r- most recent ratings for cable news, topped Megyn Kelly and is the number one news show in all of cable. I say that not out of <laughs> jealousy, but of anger. <sighs> um, so he is a voice that many conservatives and I would say people who are still stuck in that left right, left right paradigm. Uh, listen to I mean and, and yes a, a commenter in the YouTube said Glenn Beck too yeah they are yes yes they and did their best so to tear Trump down when he was uh, in the thick of the primaries with Ted Cruz and uh, Marco Rubio right you see Paul Ryan and, and the other uh, Republicans in office refusing to endorse Trump until they're basically told to by their party leaders then they do so you know begrudgingly and while making snide comments about them you have the news media basically uh taking what he said putting things in in donald trump's mouth and over meanwhile you have hillary clinton who has been involved in benghazi and fast and furious in the email scandal in all of these documented crimes that proof is not absent <laughs> yet guests on O'Reilly show are being told not to call her crooked because of what well if she is uh yeah. it, it's been proven she lied it's been yeah. proven she broke the law uh-huh. she's a criminal and she is crooked so he was stating a fact on Bill O'Reilly's show right. and was told, as Bill O'Reilly tells many of his guests, basically, to shut up. Don't, you know. And, and don't forget, we are now beginning, I think, tomorrow uh, with meetings, Bilderberg meetings in Dresden, Germany, starting tomorrow. Yep. The the clearing out started today of the hotel. Um, the, the actual meetings will start tomorrow, Kissinger. In many of the, many of the high level media personalities yeah, as well. Cybersecurity, migration, yeah. um, the dwindling middle class, the American economy are just some Brexit. of the things on yeah, the bear exit are just some of the talking points on the agenda for the Bilderberg Group and China as well. We're gonna get into that more about on the Bilderberg Group on the other side, as well as your phone calls. First time callers, please. First time callers when we come back. Say what This is the Global Star Radio Network. You may look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. 
exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond, you may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Welcome back to this hour of the Hagman Hagman Report. We will be taking first-time callers tonight, and I just want to thank Global Star Radio Network. I want to thank Todd for working so hard. Um, God yeah. bless you, my friend. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, before we get to, to the phone lines and, and the, the, the telephone number, Joe, it's unlisted, but we'll give it out to you guys, right? Yeah, we can we can give, we'll it, give out. it out. Um, actually, it's a, the only working number, the only number that we take calls on is via Global Star Radio Network. And if you go to HagmanHagman.com, the number's there. 844. It's 844-769-769-2944. 844-769-2944. 844-769-2944. Right. We're looking first for first-time callers, at least for this yeah. hour. And t- tonight, uh, I just want to uh, mention as well portions of this uh program brought to you by HealthMasters.com. HealthMasters.com. Dr. Ted Brower, who, by the way, will be a guest coming up. This Friday, the reason, well, there's a lot of reasons. We were talking, and, and he has been hovering over many targets of um, geopolitical events. And uh, since, he, since he's been back from Germany, his trip to Germany, he's learned and put together a lot of information. So healthmasters.com, pay him a visit. And you know what? Look. I think we can still do this. Doug5 at the coupon. Use Doug5 as a coupon code. I think you can still get 5% off your order. Now, I'm not sure. I think you kind of wanted to, to shut that down, but let's make them work for it. Doug5 at the uh, checkout. Check get 5% off your order. I know I, I ordered something yesterday and did it and went through, so I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He's probably going to call me up saying, what are you doing? It's it's cool. Doug5. Healthmasters.com. And AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. You know, with all the stuff coming up, Joe, I mean, all the potential supply disruptions, please, folks, make sure you're, you're, you've got something in your yeah. pantry. And, and I just want to cite this article while we're talking about American Survival sure. Wholesale. Um, this article... The U.S. government has recently issued two alarming warnings to prep. But is anybody listening? Yeah. Did you, oh, that's yeah, an article that. from the Organic Prepper. It says the U.S. government, when the U.S. government steps outside of the apple pie and baseball narrative of the American dream and issues warnings to prep, you'd better pay, pay strict attention and start upping your preparedness game. And it goes on to say that the U.S. government 
much like the ones in Venezuela and Greece, likes to paint a rosy picture of life in our country. But often, things happen, and uh, to the point that those who are awake and incredulous, uh, and then there's others who accept the propaganda. Yeah, but, it's easier to do that, isn't it? Yeah, much but, easier. Everything's fine. We're good. But they say, what does it mean when that rosy picture gets a huge, huge rip down the center? particularly when the rip comes straight from the government, whose usual job it is to Photoshop the rips so no one sees them. Anyway, Obama issued the first of two warning warnings to prep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, President Obama stepped away from the golf course to address FEMA at the end of May, and there's a transcript uh, via Michael Snyder, and you can check out the information there. But the government has issued two warnings to prep, Two alarming warnings to prep since May. And is anybody listening? Yeah, well, we are. Cue American uh, Survival Wholesale. That's right. AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. And you know, they have, they have, they have a Bible drive. They're get, they give away Bibles or furnish Bibles. And, and go to AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com and, and read about that. If you need, if you need a King James Bible, American Survival Wholesale can hook you up, okay? Speaking of that, have you heard about this? The Council on American-Islamic Relations, Assalum Alikum and Ramadan Mubarak. That's some sort of Arabic greeting, apparently. Got this, got this um, via CARE, the Council on Islamic Relations. The Quran Project Team. Now think about this. Listen to what is happening here in our country. Following, and, and here's the text of, I'm just going to cite portions of this email. This is a mass emailing that went out to, uh, I think, 140,000, 150,000, maybe more, I'm not sure, yeah, people across the United States. And we monitor care, we monitor a lot of various uh, Islamic sites. But listen to this. Following the death of Muhammad Ali, interest in information about Islam and the American Muslim community has skyrocketed. Ah, really? So if you're looking for a cause to support this Ramadan, and folks were in the, the Muslims are celebrating Ramadan now, you should consider sponsoring a copy of the Quran through CARE's Share the Quran Project allowing a beautiful copy of the Quran to be distributed to Americans of all faiths and backgrounds seeking knowledge about Islam. Now, my question, Joe, well, before I get my question, they they reportedly have 12,000 copies of the message of the Quran in their inventory, and they want to get them in the hands of our interfaith partners, as they call them. So if you're a Christian... They want you to get a hold. They they want to give you a copy of the Quran, and uh, the Share the Quran project, according to Care, is one of Care's most important and successful education initiatives to date. They have reportedly distributed more than one hundred twenty thousand copies of the Quran to people and institutions across America. Now. Okay, so for a limited time, you can sponsor one of the six-volume box set editions of the Message of the Quran for just twenty-five bucks, or twenty-five dollars. Not sure how many 
bucks you can actually send to no never mind that didn't land um but but know that uh, I just want people to know that there's this full court press to 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 buy buy care to convert Christians and Jews and and Hindus and all religions to Islam. They're pulling out all the stops right now. And they're using this time, especially right now, as we see Obama ostensibly getting ready to vacate the premises, the people's house, maybe, perhaps, I don't know, but that's what we're led to believe. They they want to do as much uh, damage as possible. And before we get to the phones, I just want to say this. I, you know how weird this was? Um, I was I was act, actually at, at a, I went to the store and I was in line and uh, there was a woman ahead of me and she looked at me and and this is the first time this has happened to me in in my hometown and she looked at me and she was you know putting her groceries on the thing on the on the belt and I just had three or four things and. Uh, and she, she's an older. I, I mean, I don't know. She's not my age. Maybe, probably, maybe ten years younger. Um, and, and she looked at me and, and kept putting her groceries on. And then she looked back and she said, "Are you uh, Don? You're Don." I said, "No, I think you have me mixed up with someone else." No, no, no. You wrote a book. You, you wrote um, a, a, a a murder book, a murder mystery book. And I said, "Yeah, my name's Doug." And she said, "I, I, I yeah, your picture. I know your picture." Anyway, that was the first time. I just want to mention that because I was like taken by surprise. I that was like, "Holy cow, man!" That, you know, can't hide anymore. I guess. Anyway, um, but uh, but thank you for everyone for making uh, making uh, Stand by Blood a success. I guess that was the the intent of my. Yeah, and Tom, thank you so much for for and thanks for thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. Joe, I'm going to turn it over to you, folks. We're taking your calls, first time callers. <clears throat> uh, we have a preference for first time callers. Eight four four seven six nine two nine four four. Again, that's eight four four seven six nine two nine four four. Let's go to our first call of the evening, Fawn in New Mexico. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. How's it going, Joe and Doug? Good, good. What's on your mind? Uh, I honestly just wanted to call in and say uh, congratulations for all your guys' guests, all the great work you guys do, and and pretty much God bless you guys. I mean, you've been able to help me. Uh, you've been able to help me figure out my faith in so many different ways. That I just wanted to come on and say thank you, guys. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's we appreciate that. And we appreciate knowing that we've we've played some small role in you know you've you've really done it. Uh, we we just we're just here, and sometimes we're in the way. Sometimes we're we're not, but sometimes we are. You've done it. If you don't mind me asking, uh, how did you hear about the show? Um, you know, to be honest, guys, that's a good question. I've listened. I've been listening to you for about uh, three to four years. And before, you know, I listened to Alex Jones and, and all kinds of other places. I even listened to uh, Coast to Coast. But your guys is the show format you guys have and the, and the, and the, and the, and the people you guys have on. You know, it, it speaks to me in such a way that, it, like I said, it's just helped with my faith. It's, it's helped uh, 
it's helped grow me. I, I really wouldn't know. I don't really remember how I got started listening to you guys. <laughs> well, I, 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 we don't really remember how we got started doing this, so we're in, you're in good company, I guess. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Thank you, my friend. We really appreciate that. And uh, let's just stay listening. And any, uh, you know, anything we can do for you in terms of uh, if you have guests that you'd like to have, you know, we get guest suggestions all the time, and certainly we look at everyone, and and uh, you know we try to we try to accommodate as many people as possible. But we really appreciate uh, your input and your uh, critique of the show and your assessment of the show. So thank you, and uh, appreciate you as a listener. Absolutely, thank you. Fine. All right, brother. Thank you. We're gonna go to a Montana resident, Montana, Montana. in hey. Montana. We've been there before, yes. surprisingly. Hey, Debbie, how you doing? Hi, Joe. Hi, Doug. Can you hear me okay? We can, yes. Okay, good. I have a first, of, of course, to thank you for all your fine shows and all that you do. Um, my question is really simple, but there's probably not a simple answer. Okay. Well, we've, been, we've been through eight years of a lot of discouragement, um, depression, discouragement over things that have happened to our country. What does a normal American do if Hillary Clinton is elected? I mean, what do we do? Run. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? That, that's a great question because I really believe that that's, you know what, Debbie, right? Yeah. Okay, Debbie. I, I I don't have anything to base this on except just my assessment of of um, of the geopolitical landscape and the and the objectives of the globalists. I, I really think that that's what we're going to be facing this this time around, um, barring something different. But and I hope you're wrong. I, I, I hope I'm say. wrong too. I, I don't have anything to base that on. Just uh, you know. if anything, what we should do is increase. Our reaching out to others, uh, right? I w- we would increase standing in the gap and occupying our, our playing our positions because with the Hillary Clinton presidency, and not that I mean a Trump presidency, we don't know what really to expect from that, but we have a better no, idea of the Clinton presidency, and it would right. it would right. be. Uh, very Orwellian. It would be very oppressive. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Something, um, Debbie, uh, hold right there here, because I, I got an email that I think fits this um, from Maria Canis. She's the author of Prepare for Persecution and other books. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, now here is. Let me let me grab this email because it it, it speaks to your question. Um, and I thought this was wow. I thought you know this is really, really uh, right on target. Um, uh, where is it here? Um, what Joe said though, Joe. While I'm finding this, if people remember the atmosphere when the uh, when Obama was reelected, and oh, depression, depression. A lot of people, yeah. I mean, they they saw the the Fine. continuation of of the Bush policies that uh, Obama uh, uh, 
ramped up and then including his own uh, stuff that he had from the NDAA to the Arab Spring and the Muslim Brotherhood ties and bringing those people into parts of our government, there was a overwhelming sense of dread. Yes, yes. And oh, and has been, has yeah, been, absolutely. And, and things have continued to get worse. Um, you know, our job continued, the job sector just, just continues to get gutted. The middle class is uh, being broken down even more so today than ever before, and uh, the illegal immigration is no longer illegal. It's just now migration, and That's um, good, even yeah. the latest numbers show that um, the feds are spending nearly $20,000 to settle every refugee here in the U.S., not including the uh, food and cash assistance they receive once they get here. So the damage that has been done and that will continue to be done just from what Obama has accomplished yeah. is astronomical. And, and, and George Bush, too, and I'm sorry oh, to yeah, no. lay it on, on doubled the, him, too. The, the food stamp uh, yeah. recipients in his time as president, he doubled the national debt in his time as president. He started two wars one of which Afghanistan we are still in the longest war in US history uh Debbie and and Joe I, f- I found now this is from Marie Kanis and she sent this to me earlier today and uh, uh, it made me think what your question Debbie made me think of this email and here's what she wrote she she said this my dad was with the OSS during World War II he was stationed in England um, as an aside, my father was uh, in World War II, and he was in the Pacific Theater. But anyway, uh, writes Maria, he was part of a think tank, and he also interviewed pilots who had been shot down in Germany and made it back to England. His think tank group came up with the floating pontoons that were used for the landing in Normandy. Normandy. Uh, and then there's some other stuff that he did that's classified. But but here's the the, the key here. Now, her father said... Uh, used to tell uh, her about something that happened. It was a video that they were able to capture, a film at the time, of an American airplane that got shot down over the ocean by the Nazis. As the airplane was going down, even into and underneath the water, the gun was still firing. The gunner in in the in the um, you know the the bubble underneath the plane was still manning his position and still firing, even as the the plane was going into the water. The gunner would not quit doing his job, and she writes, "That's what we need to do. We need to do that. We need to see. if we if we stay up in the air where we belong, that's great. But if we get shot down, then we need to go down, still doing our jobs until the last possible second. And I think to, and to answer your question, Debbie, I think that's what we need to do. We need to just keep doing what we're doing, but do it even with more vigor. And, and I, I, mean, I, I think you're probably right there. It's it's you know you talk about the the refugees getting $20,000. Do you know there's many Americans that are not making $20,000 a year? So many, so many struggling. And they're trying to raise one or two children. And, um, you know, maybe things are different here in Montana, but... um, it, it, it's just sad. It's it's and and how are we supposed to keep working and paying our taxes into this corrupt system? That that's what really hurts. Uh, yeah. Just such corruptness and uh, well, we'll see how it all plays out. But I I've just been thinking to myself, just 
I mean, what if she, and, and there again, there is no guarantee with Trump, but it was a little roll of the dice that we had, uh, only a roll of the dice, but, um, I right. thought, how can we all sustain any more of this corruptness? How can we? I, I just truly don't know. We're but, a pretty resilient nation, aren't we? I mean, we've suffered a lot, and yeah. we're we're still kicking. Now, we might be on life support, but we're still, you know, we still have um, life. But you're you're correct. But but I think, I, I think that our, our test as Christians is here but will even be greater over the next uh number i don't know however many number of years we have left i think our test as christians are are gonna we're we're gonna be tested and yes i i think we're i think we've had it easy for a long time and i (laughs) i and of course we've become a immoral nation basically and Mm. um yeah i think we're going to be tested and I think we're going to be judged too. Uh, this may all be part of it, but it, it doesn't make it easy to keep going down this path. That's for sure, with no Amen. hope, no, no hope. You know. Well, but I think we, 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 so you know what, Debbie, we've got we've got hope in 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 because we know how the story ends. But we have hope not not only with God, but with with other like-minded people. I don't know if you're surrounded with like-minded people, but if you are. Um, that's a blessing, you know. And if you're not, then, then allow us to be your, you know. Well, like and I do, and myself and my family were all uh, born again Christians, and we do have that hope and that knowledge. Um, just everyday living seems to be tougher and tougher. I mean, there's been some real damage done, and I'm I'm in my early sixties. I've lived through good times when money flows i've lived through recessions um this is a different kind of raping that's going on now i don't i don't even know uh it's but i do thank you for taking my call and taking such time to help answer my question and please keep up the good work listen to you every night and thank you so much Thank you. God bless you. Thanks, Thanks. Debbie. Same to you both. Same to you. Good night. Good night. Good night. We have right. we have the greatest audience in the world. We really do. Yes, we do. Up next is Raven in Illinois. Raven, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Yes. Hi, guys. I have a question. Um, I listen to you all the time. I noticed in my neighborhood there are some construction workers. And one of the guys put up a flag, an American flag, and he had a skull bone on it. And that kind of puzzled me because I didn't get, I didn't understand what it meant. I've never seen an American flag with a with a um, skull on on it. Do you uh, happen to know what wait a minute. An American flag with what on it? Uh, yeah, a with a skull. Skull. Oh, skull. You, you mean where the stars would be, or? It was like under the the, the lines. No. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, <sighs> yeah. Okay. Those, those so, are. Um, I'd like to say novelty flags. Well, yeah. Um, what it is is it's like a. a just imagine Photoshop. 
in a picture of an American flag with a uh, a skull underneath the the stripes. Um, I have not seen those. I know what you're talking. You mean about, like the though. stripes would be kind of co- the stripes would cover like a. Um, there would be in- intermixed. The skull and the stripes would all right. come together on the flag. Well, we'll put that flag. question out to our listening audience. I mean, if if you know what that is, what it means. Uh, and people could have those made themselves with, you know, the right uh, store and, and with the right design. My question is, why would it be an American flag? It, was, it wasn't a small skull. It was a huge skull. It was so noticeable. And they're, like, over there, they were, like, I don't, I don't see why construction workers would put that up. And it's over by, like, they're digging up something. And I happened to ask one of the guys what they were doing over there, and he just said, we're going underground. And that's all he would tell me. That's interesting. It sounds like a custom flag, but it could there could be something much more to it. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I just searched this. Um, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I don't was know. the was it the actual size of the the flag with a skull on it, or was it? Yes. Okay, okay, because we're seeing pictures of a skull shape with the flag colors and stripes and stars on it, but this would be well, a flag. It's, it's interesting because the comment was we're going underground. Is that, is that yeah, they're sitting there digging underground by a railroad track. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I I, I got gotcha. you. Hmm. Well, we'll just put that out to the listeners if you know what this, what the meaning of this is, or if it's just uh, simply a novelty, or if there's a deeper meaning behind it. Please uh, let us know. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird because it's in the neighborhood, and it's like you hear all the stuff going on, and it's like, what in the world's going on over there? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Well, thank you. Okay, and I listen to you guys. You guys are great. Thank you. God bless. Thank you so much. Thanks, Raven. Okay. Anything else? God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Right. Have a good night. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we see some pretty odd things, and it's amazing how uh, the t- uh, people's tolerance for destroying the American flag. You know, it, it, think back to Vietnam. The Vietnam era, if well, not you, Joe, <laughs> but I remember back, you know, in the late sixties. Um, I, I think that's when it really began in earnest: the anti-war activities and the American flag being burnt. Um, yes, yes, man, you know, and and now we're seeing at the Trump rallies the American flag being burnt while the Mexican flag is being, uh, you know, promoted, right. You're seeing, I actually, I don't know how many people saw this, but a lot of people watch uh, Jason A. He puts out these videos at least once a week. They're compilation of news, current events, and, he's and the, prophecies. Uh, he's, a, he's a black man, right? I'm not sure. Um, but there was... Oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay. In his latest video, he showed a, a municipality in America where the city council, a city councilman compared the local firefighters with the American flag on the back of their truck to ISIS terrorists and said they look like a bunch of yahoos uh, with the American flag that needs to be taken off the back of the truck. They're a bunch of terrorists. Referring to American firefighters. Really? Which was an interesting, uh, very interesting, and, and it was caught on a hot mic. So, if you folks, if you just search, uh, you know, uh, firefighter, 
flag-waving firefighters compared to terrorists. I'm sure you can. But, find but who, it. who made that? Uh, who made that comparison? It was. Uh, I'm not sure which which county uh, or state it was in, but it was the one of the local municipalities. Uh, so, so city like a, council members. Okay. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, and, and we're seeing that. I mean, we're, we're we're seeing this this deliberate, and this is why we speak about the Tavistock Institute, folks, because behind this engineering that's taking place with language and symbols, because symbols are an important part of our culture, we're seeing an assault on things like the American flag. And, and maybe if you're a Christian, you might you might say, well... The American flag is is meaningless to me. Well, it it I don't believe that. To, I believe it, it shouldn't be meaningless. It's some symbolic of our nation, and our nation is, as uh, Michael Savage uh, states, you know, a nation is comprised of borders, language, and culture. I mean, that's what makes a nation, an independent nation. So we're seeing an assault. This is all part of the assault, I guess. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes, it is. Uh, very much so. Let's go. Let me see here. Make sure we get these in order. Mary in Washington State. Hello. Good evening. There you go. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hi, Mary. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you this evening? Very well. It's good to have you, Mary. What's on your mind? Well, is there any questions that you would like us as the listening viewers and who support you and pray for you? Wow, I didn't kind of expect that. No. no. Well, you've been such a blessing to all of us, and we live in perilous times, and we need to come alongside, if we can't financially, prayerfully, and ask what your needs are. Because, you know, we don't know what goes on in the background of your lives, and I'm sure you both have made individual and collective sacrifices to put your program on the air and it be a mission of your life. So I'm sure there's many sacrifices of time and family events you've had to make. And so I just want to know, what would you like to ask us as listeners? I'll, I'll give, give you my two cents real quick and then toss it to Joe. Okay. If people could pray that we, that we never lose sight that we never get discouraged, and we never, or we never, we never succumb to the discouragement. Um, that, that we, that we always, that we always put the truth and our listeners, and by listeners I mean our, our extended family first, and yes. that when called, and I think that there's going to be a time in 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 this in very very soon. There's going to be a time that we're going to be tested so heavily. And mm-hmm. all I want to do is be, all we want to do as, as a radio show is to rise to the level that God would want us to, 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 uh, we want to be, we want to do God's, I mean, we, we want to be obedient to God and help every, mm-hmm. every one of you, every, everyone out there. If we want to be mm-hmm. a, a blessing to you, you, our listeners, we want to be a blessing to you folks. And mm-hmm. I just, we just never want, I mean, for, is it for me? Um, when that stops, then, then our mission is a dismal failure, you know. So, yeah, I, I would say uh, praying, praying for the show, praying that that we uh, answer the call that the Lord uh, sends to us 
and our tasks, mm-hmm. and spreading the word about the show, supporting the show through sponsors and 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 supporting the mm-hmm. guests that we bring on, yeah. and then uh, any uh, constructive criticism, uh, any guest suggestions, anything that you mm-hmm. guys think we can do better. I mean, feel free to send those. You know, via email or contact us or but, however. But, but you the, want. the the prayer part of it, though, Joe, I think you know that really struck me, and and I think that yeah, just we just want to be what we're supposed to be in the eyes of God to our listeners mm-hmm. who we consider our extended family. That's kind of mm-hmm. the long and short of it, you know. And, and the more the more people, I, I feel that the purpose of this show is to. Uh, help bring people back in their to their relationship with Jesus, and uh, yeah. we just pray that as many souls can be saved, uh, will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, what an introspective or a question to cause introspection. <laughs> would I be able to pray for you now, or would you like me to pray privately after a phone conversation? There's a couple of things I wanted to share with you and get your personal collective intake on. Whatever you pick, you have you've got the floor. So, okay, dear dear Lord Jesus, I just lift up this father and son and family to you. You order the steps of a righteous man, and you protect those who are righteous and holy in your sight. You warn us not to be afraid many times in the Bible, and you also tell us in Proverbs, fear of man is a snare. Lord, I thank you that your words are faithful and true. I thank you that no weapon formed against these gentlemen, their families, their message, their network, no weapon formed against them will ever prosper or succeed. And that goes for Steve Quayle and Chris Pinto and Tom Horn and everyone who is on the forefront of the watch. Lord, I pray that you would give them spiritual encouragement and to speak to any dry bones, to let them know that they are not speaking to a wall, but they're speaking to impassioned Christians and perhaps non-Christians who are so interested in today's topics that they will be looking to man and there will be no solution and they will look up to you Lord Jesus Christ to save them with repentance and salvation we pray Lord Jesus that you encourage these men of God and their families we ask Lord from the north and the south and the east and the west you provide sponsors godly sponsors with godly products that serve you and serve others, whether it's in their time of need or surplus. We pray, Lord Jesus, that as their topics that they have researched endlessly and documented with integrity to only speak the truth through these airwaves, that these airwaves are captured back for you, Lord Jesus Christ, and the prince of the air cannot touch it, manipulate it, or shut it down. Lord, thank you that they continually come to the cross to you. And I just pray that they would feel your abundant living hope and your abundant living water to overflowing, to quench them, to encourage them, and to let them know that they are not preaching to deaf ears. Bless them going in. Bless them going out. Give them favor and mercy wherever they go. 
And in the end of Ephesians, it says, when we have put on the full armor of God, we are to stand and to stand firm. Lord, I thank you that we can just stand with the full armor of God on and we don't run into battle because, Lord, the battle is yours. And that, Lord, you go before us and cause us to triumph in all things in Christ Jesus. I pray for financial provision, witty inventions, and spiritual discernment and wisdom beyond their years. Thank you for their integrity. Thank you for their integrity with their walk of you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that they are not ashamed to lift up your name above all names. Thank you, Lord, that they're willing to put everything on the line to keep sharing Jesus Christ crucified. Thank you for the gospel, the good news. Lord, and I just ask that as their membership audience increases, we know that man's knowledge and his wisdom is great, but it's all folly compared to yours. So I ask that we would take our eyes off of man and fully look up to you, Lord Jesus, because you are the only truth way in life. I pray peace for their families, physical, financial, spiritual, emotional safety for their families, too, and for their beloved dog. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, that they will feel encouraged and blessed. And now when they get to heaven they will know how many souls were saved. Not because they can save, but you can save, but they were obedient to do what you called them while they were temporarily here on this earth. Because we have to remember not to clutch to this world so tightly that we can't do what you did. So Lord, I just thank you in Jesus' name for these wonderful men of God, their wives and family who have sacrificed for us. And I pray that they that they know that they know that they're being listened to, that they are valued, and they are considered family and friends. And we thank this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm King James. I'm not NIV. I'm working on it. I just have a couple of quick uh, mentions, if I may. If not, I'll get off the air so you can take your next caller. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, recently, Bank of America has been putting out flyers on counters saying that effective in fall, if you have X amount of dollars of cash you'd like to deposit in perhaps your account or someone else's account, you're going to have to require ID, which is very unusual because if you wanted to give someone and you just happen to have their checking account number, you could go in and just want to make an anonymous gift or want to help someone, you could just go in and fill out the information and hand it over. They're now saying they need personal identification for cash transactions. And um, the question was posed, why is this being done? Um, the answer to that was they're just trying to cut down on money laundering, um, right. any drug trafficking, things of that. Um, so I call it word speak, and that's what concerns me, because I think the media and the powers that be are using word speak, which means words that never existed are now commonplace and we're talking about. Um, we do not call sin, sin. It is now transgender, uh, gay, lesbian, LGBTQ, NAMBLA, all of that. It was sin then, and it sins now. God's word doesn't change. And I would just like to ask everyone in their heart, next time they see a Facebook post or someone that 
is transitioning, as they call it, into being what they call their authentic self. Realize that behind every smiling person who is elevating self, when the Lord says we're supposed to deny self, pray for that person because behind every smiling person there is a broken heart. There is a broken wife who's just lost her marriage. Wow. Or a broken man. Or her broken children that now have to look at their father and call them mom or go to a football game and have that child run up and be expected to embrace them and call them mom when they were, let's say, Jeff or Mark or Richard or Paul a year ago. And now we have a VA who's coming out and saying, we are going to do sex orientation changes. Gentlemen and ladies, this is not about that. It is what's behind it. Every face has a backstory, and so does the enemy. The enemy does not want the image of God reproduced from pre-birth to birth. That's why we have Planned Parenthood. Satan does not want families to thrive and reproduce and grow. He comes to steal, rob, steal, and destroy. So please, I beg you, every time you see someone going through this change, remember the people that have been left behind to weep and pray and stand in the gap. And remember to separate the sin from the person. Call it what it is. And remember, this is Satan's agenda. So there's no more reproduction. There's no more image of God. And we need to stop the word speak right to our pulpits and call it like it is sin we need our David Wilkerson's back in the podium Yes. we need to be convicted of sin we need to have the preacher pastor minister stop talking about kumbaya and be led by the Holy Spirit and if conviction needs to fall so be it because as it says in Revelation Jesus walks among the lampstands and I think we have to stop fearing man. That's snare. God tells us not to be afraid. But I am very passionate about this transgender LGBTQ movement because I personally experienced it, and there's severe casualties. But God is going to mend our broken hearts and lift our crushed spirits. So just remember when you're looking on Facebook or you see a Twitter or you see an Instagram, it's not joy. We can't count it all joy for them because they're going down a wrong road of deception. And lastly, we have to keep praying for Israel. Biblically, time after time, you turn your back on Israel, God is going to provide righteous judgment. He loves everyone. Once they come to salvation, he wants no one lost. He has no partiality. But you mess with Israel, and he's going to mess with you. It's biblical. It's not political. And I think what we are doing right now is we are so desperate. Rather than being hungry for the word, we are desperate for somebody to come into a political situation that they cannot solve spiritually. And we are desperate to have someone revive this country. I do not believe we're going to have a great revival. I think we have a sleeping church. There is a remnant 
see that needs to be encouraged and flourished. So let's all get together and stand together and hold hands and lift up Jesus' name. And when we get scared, call each other and pray and know that we will have eternity with Jesus regardless of what happens. But it's not about bathrooms. It's all about salvation. It's all about deception and all the hurting people that were left behind so someone else pursue what they consider an authentic self, which biblically is a lie. They're just as lost and hurting. They just don't know it yet. So thank you so much for your time. I've taken far too much of your time, but thank you. It's a privilege, a true privilege and an honor to speak to you both. And thank you, and God bless. Mary, thank you so much. Um, I'll tell you something that from from the prayer to to the your closing comments, you certainly have um, illustrated not only your your integrity and your character, but uh, uh, you're just a wonderful example of, of of the precious people we have in our audience. God bless you, Mary. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Bye bye now. Have a good night. Wow. All right. Let's go to Robin in Oklahoma next. Robin, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. we got about nine minutes before break, and it's all yours. Yes. Praise the Lord. God bless everybody. Oh, Mary was wonderful. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I prayed along with her, and Doug and Joe, everything she said was true and correct. And I've been um, a listener for quite some time, and I have uh, gained a lot of knowledge and, and wisdom, words of wisdom with all your guests, and you both have been in my prayers as well. But Mary nailed it today, and we all need to do that for all of our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus all over the world right now. We need to do that every single morning, every Amen. morning. And um, anyway, I just wanted to encourage the body of Christ and, and encourage you all too, and to let you know that we're living in an exciting time, end time Bible prophecy in the book of Daniel and Revelation, and that's exciting. And yeah, we've got all this stuff going on that man's doing and all this, but you know what? You got to go back to the book of Acts. Because it stands for today in 2016, we have the power and fire of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit within each of us, because that's Jesus. And we need to reread the book of Acts and understand that and, and know that we have Jesus with us. They, they say, well, when is he coming? When is he? He's here. He's within us. So let that be an encouragement to the body of Christ and just ask the Holy Spirit, our comforter, that he promised that he'd leave with us, and he's here within us, and he will lead and guide us. You know, he will do that, and that's what he does. And we have to take comfort in knowing that, Doug and Joe and all of us. And um, it's a wonderful feeling to know that, you know, we we have some good things coming our way, but we just got to stand strong. And we can't be a, you know, a quitter. We can't, we got to stand for Christ and it's exciting. I love Jesus. Jesus loves us and he, he wants the souls that are out there saved because there's a lot of people going to hell right this 
do this whole program, seconds and seconds and seconds. There's so many lost. But, you know, we got to pray and plead the blood of Christ over uh, the body of Christ and you all and all of us in Israel. We got to keep our eyes on Israel, Jerusalem. We got to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus and pray hedges of protection over them. You know, we, 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 you know, the Holy Spirit will help us when we don't even know what to do. And, um, I just wanted to share that because it's really, really true. And, 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 and Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords and His second coming is going to be the last one. And when He comes, He's coming with His great wrath. He's Very coming true. with wrath, and it's going to be something. I mean, I'm telling you, when I do get to go out and about at the grocery stores or something, I go right up to people. I have some little gospel tracks, but I, it just happens. And I ask people, I say, do you know Jesus? Do you know he loves you? And and I talk to people. I, I, I've led people to Christ. It happens when I'm able to get out, and it's a joy because the Holy Ghost does that. And if I'm filling my gas tank up, I mean, something comes over me, the anointing, and I'm not ashamed of Jesus. And, you know, we're getting ready to go home. We don't know, but you know what? We're not of this world, Joe. We're not of this world, Doug. And what you all do is so wonderful to the body of Christ, and and, and he's blessed so many. He's blessed my life, and God bless you in the name of Jesus. And I plead to blood of Christ over your ministry and your everything you do. And I lift you all up with angels, you know, with their outstretched fourth sword, the Holy Ghost fire, to ward off the fiery darts of the enemy. We have no fear. We have no fear. And just think on the book of Acts, because this settles out for today. You know, and Noah, you know, he warned everybody, not, you know, get it, get in that ark. Hey, it's time, it's time. They didn't listen. You can't beg people to get in the ark, but you can warn them. But we, you know, you, you know, the Lord knows what's going on. He sits on his throne. He sits on his throne. Is, but I just wanted to say that. I needed to say that. I, I have a ministry thing, uh, I do on Twitter. And I have a lot of Leonard Ravenhill sermons and R.W. Shambach and David Wilkerson, and I do a little thing on Facebook. That's about it. I don't got nothing going on. I let the Lord lead me. But, you know, just keep that in mind. We're living in the most exciting time, and we're going to be all right because God's got us, and there's no other God but Jesus Christ. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I love you both. And God bless you. <laughs> That's Thank I just you. had to say something. I've been praying and I asked the Holy Spirit to please tell me to say something because I've never, I don't, I don't know what to say, but He just said it through me. And, uh, That's I, great. I mean, you know, Robin, it's just, it's so great to, I mean, the words of encouragement, but what you said is so important. You know, we, we, we know how the story ends. We know, yeah, there's going to be some, some trials and tribulations, small t, as we, as we progress down the road. But, but what you said, you know, it's exciting because we know how the story ends. We know that, 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 that Jesus is coming back and he's going to, he's going to open up a can of whoop, you know what? Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Oh, so, yes. I, oh, it's going to be wonderful. I, I, I've said in there. I've, I've talked to people. I said, you know, and there's some people say, oh, yo, yeah, we know Jesus. I said, well, I, I have my Bible in my purse. I'm not going to ever take it out. But I have some really cool gospel tracks, and I give it to them. I said, pass it on. I, and we start talking in the stores. And it's just like, oh, we pray. I, nobody's going to stop me. They can't because we, they always ask me, where do you go to church? See, there ain't no churches here in Oklahoma where I'm from. There ain't no Holy Ghost churches in here. There's not the right churches out here. But I said, we are the church. I'm the church. I, I just, get, I just do what I do. I get out some, and you know, I'm over my fifties, and but I, I just learned so much by listening to your program, to listening to Steve Quayle, to listening to Hal Lindsey, and then, like I said, the other people uh you know that are already living in the land of glory and uh i get so excited everybody's smiling i pass them out when i go through a drop through and leave them in the bathrooms i leave my gospel tracks there i I just it's it's fun and we just got to live in the book of acts right now we got to realize that we have the power and the fire of the holy ghost so we've been baptized by the holy spirit and we need to get out there like they did when they went on and did their thing, did their thing. And there may be testings and trials, and there's going to be, and we see it right now. But you know what? We need to pray for the lost. We can do that in the mornings. And and I always say, you know, Jesus, um, I pray for people to repent of their sins and to, to seek your holy face because they need they they need you. And in the meantime, I, I just talk to Jesus like I talk to you guys, and 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 I just love you, and 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 I think today was a special day for the Hagman and Hagman Report because you needed some encouragement, and Mary started it, and I'm the last guest today, and the first time I call her, and and we're ending it with this, and praise the Lord, that I'm 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 just a Happy, 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 and then we're we're getting ready to go home, and and we're all going to stand before God one day. We, we're, you know, Thank we're, you, we're, 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 he, he's, he's going to hide this, and he's you know love us, and and then we're going to be everything's going to work out. And you closed right, you Robert. closed out this hour. Wow. We're at the top of the hour oh, break, folks. We're going to be right back. Thomas, Jacob, Mark, Scotty, and Sarah. And when we come back and more from our listeners wow. on this Open Line Wednesday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, stay with us. This is the Global Star Radio Network. Look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposed the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this hour of the Hagman Hagman Report, closing out uh, hour number three here on uh, this open line Wednesday, uh, catering to or uh, uh, opening the phone lines up to first-time callers. I want to thank everyone who called in in hour number two. I also want to thank Global Star Radio Network as well for giving us the opportunity to take these calls, and uh, Todd, for all of his work there behind the scenes, uh, more work goes into these programs than, than people realize. Uh, Before we get back ahead. into it, I want a quick announcement uh, for the rest of the week. We have uh, tomorrow Mr. John Howell. Yes. yes He'll be John joining Howell. us for two hours, uh, the second two hours of the program. Um, we're going to get into a lot of spiritual issues and uh, other well, you know, I, events. So we had a good conversation, um, you and me and John. Yeah, we were talking about. Now we we met him him in Dublin, Ohio, at the uh, at the conference, the prophecy conference in Dublin, Ohio. Fellowship Bible Chapel is right. the uh, website. FB Chapel. And and here's just briefly one thing that he brought up because we like to talk. We like Joe. You and I said, well, John, what's on your heart? You know. Um, and we were talking about a number of different things, and he said. One of the big things right now is how Christians are are just. I, I, he used an example of of uh, kind of like it's a cage match among Christians, mm-hmm. and I, boy, an ideology. You know that's right. Here's what we need to do. We need to keep. I think, in in my view, and I think John would agree with me. Uh, now he's a trial attorney, so he's used to debates and arguing, uh, or debates anyway, and, and you know. Uh, it's, it's going to be a great program, but 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 here's what we need to do, folks. Especially as we get closer to the event horizon, the war series of events that are going to take place, we we need to come together, and, and and we need to to understand what our positions are. We need to play our positions, but we need to do it in unity and in love, and we need to stop backbiting. We need to stop this crap behind the scenes. We, we need we need to we need to we need to uni- unify and unite so we can fight the con- common enemy, which is which is the satanic, the demonic. And um, if we're too busy, so busy and so yeah, uh, and filled with with you know pointing the faults out of each other and uh, tearing down another person because they don't read scripture the the way uh, you do or so you know. It's not understood or interpreted the same way. Um, these are, you know, it's like uh, minor differences on the same side, and we are defeating ourselves because we are not unifying under the overall message, which is being saved by grace through faith from the sacrifice that Jesus did for us and for all of mankind that they can be saved. And we can start there and move forward and work together against the these problems, the common enemy, the demonic in the world. Or we can tear each other apart like wolves and help right. no one and hurt many. Exactly. That's very well said, Joe. And I remember, and, and as an investigator, you know, when you're in that arena, that, that venue, the investigative realm, and, and you're talking to um, witnesses, or you're talking to even suspects and potential fraud cases. In my case, or or even potential murder suspects. Uh, 
um, or people who are engaged in all sorts of uh, nefarious activity. You know, I was, I, I did, I did my best to be a pit bull when I would go after the people that I believed were were guilty through investigation. I want to be very very careful here what I'm saying um, to push for some sort of statement of guilt or some sort of admission of guilt by the people and and I would just I mean I would seriously be a pit bull and I, the reason I mention that is because if we're if if I if I were to channel that same energy and if we're all pit bulls for the word, pit bulls for our own, I mean for not our own, but for the objective of God, I mean, how great would that be if we all unified and got behind people like Coach Dave Dobmeyer, Pass Assault, PTSalt.com, and, and went out and said, uh, hey, Target, this is wrong. Or, hey, Planned Parenthood, you're murdering. Let's channel that energy and redirect that energy, unified, for the purpose that God has us here. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. All right, let's get back to the phones. We are going to go to Thomas in Missouri. Thomas, thanks for holding. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hey, Joe. Uh, Hey, Doug. I've been watching you guys for a long time. Um, after forgive me, I I get a lot of panic. As a child, I you know I was uh, abused and stuff, and I've learned since I've known Jesus how to meditate, focus on God, and that helps relax me. I really love that show with Steve Quill and uh, Tom Horn last week because that really resonated with me. It was a great my show, soul, you know. Yeah. I tell you, if I had a lot of money, I'd give it all to them because that is so needed in these times. And uh, I just wanted to call to overcome my fear. Well, that's good. <laughs> you know, I could face <laughs> I could face a guy with a gun pointed at my face easy, but when I talk from the heart, <laughs> it's always been like that. Uh, uh, anyway, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's just and it's just us talking, you know. It's just us talking right now, so it's cool. It's all right, you know. Yeah, no, I know. It's just you know, you get over the nervousness. But anyway, I really love the callers before me, Mary and a girl from Robin. Oklahoma. I used to yeah. live in Norman, and uh, man, I get such spiritual recharging from your show. You and I watched it through the years, gradually increase into more, uh, you know. Jesus and and testimony and witnesses that has really helped me throughout the day. You know, it gets so depressing for me to live in this world, you know, and face all these gender people like in the bathrooms. I went to Sam's Club today, and I was talking to the girl, and we were getting along really good until I brought up the, the bathroom. I asked her, do you uh, let guys that are pretending to be women go into your bathrooms and she said excuse me I said well you know that what they're talking about on the news and stuff the president and his uh, transgender agenda that he's trying to push on us and she got really defensive 
and uh, at Sam's Club. Huh? So S- S- Sam's what? has that Paula. Sam's has the same Paula. I'm not sure. I don't huh. know, but uh, and then this girl was listening. I noticed her following me around the store, and I this guy's giving out uh, free uh, samples of apple pie, and I couldn't pass that up. So I <laughs> said, "Hey, you know." And uh, we started talking, and we start. I, he's a Christian, and he. I started talking about the Pope and what he was talking about with uh, equating ISIS and Jesus, you know. And mm-hmm. I, he said, "Yeah, isn't that crazy? What's going on?" I said, "Yeah, it is, and we are in the end days. You know, if you, you can't see it, you're blind." And I said, "Hey, I got a great show that you'd like," and I told him and I seen this girl watching you know and I could see her in the corner of my eye and when I got outside I, well, I went shopping a little more and I got outside and this girl was by my truck pounding on the back of it saying I, I always take my dog with me my golden retriever and we were only in the store about 15 minutes maybe 20 at the most and it's warm today and she's pounding the back you know your dog's hot and you're abusing this dog and my flesh wanted to say, you know what? Why don't you just f off? And then Jesus said, No. What kind of testimony would that be if you attack her? So I said, No. You know, I love my dogs like my children. And I said, Look, he's got water, and we haven't been in there very long. And she said, Well, I'm going to go report you. <laughs> and she came out, and and I noticed she hit my uh, mirror, bent it all back. Gee. You know, and I my, my flesh kept saying, I want to attack her. I said, no. I just smiled. I said, you know, I really appreciate you looking out for my dog while I was in the store. She goes, I wasn't looking out for him. I said, well, anyway, thank you. I said, I really love animals, and I would never abuse them. And she just seemed really pissed off. And I know that that's the satanic spirit that's coming out attacking me, you know. So, And I really enjoyed what the previous caller said. As Christians, and I always remind myself, Jesus says it's easy to love your your mother, your sister, but how how much is it to love somebody that's attacking you? You have have to show what Christ is about, and He lives in me, so I have to do that. And I, I continually, through gradual, like the clay on the potter's wheel, I'm being molded, and and the older I get, the more. I try to remember that, that everything you do, you say you're a Christian, you're representing Jesus. So so today was a good example. Man. And you, uh, in these yeah, times... Well, isn't it, isn't it, you know, a couple of things that strike me about what you just said. Number one, I'm really uh, nervous. It, oh, don't worry about it. Hey, hey, again, we're just, it's just, it's just us talking. I'm nervous as heck too. Um, no, I, but, but, but isn't it, isn't it amazing how, um, there's this visceral reaction about, there's more concern over, uh, no, I love dogs. Uh, let me preface this by saying I love dogs no, and I know people know that. But, you're a um, cool dude, Doug. You know, thanks. But 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 isn't this something that that that, that, that there's a this visceral reaction about the potential? Um, if somebody believes a dog is in danger, they'll speak out. Yet they'll walk by a Planned Parenthood or an abortion Absolutely. clinic, or, and not say a they word. They won't do nothing. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's ridiculous. So. 
Um, and in your case, like with me, I, you know, when I take Lady, uh, and she goes with me everywhere, you know, um, uh, and people may not see this, but, you know, I've got a, a, a water dish that, or a bottle that actually flips up and brings water down so she's thirsty. Even if she's in, in the, you know, in the vehicle for 15, 20 minutes, she's set. So, you know, but, but, but yeah, the, the, the whole thing about, um, the, you know, uh, deifying animals above or putting animals above people, and uh, they'll speak out against that, but not against Planned Parenthood. But I think uh, it was more about uh, what I was saying to the guy in the store than uh, yes. my dog. Yes, I don't yes. think it was about my dog. It was about what I was saying to the girl in the bathroom about how people are so blind, and you know, I heard her listening. I just mm. think she was trying to get me angry so she could call the police on me or something, you know. And well, it's, it's, I kept it's, telling it's, like she was... Yeah, and it's good that we, that you contained your reaction and thought about your Christian uh, uh, Christian response right. as opposed to being of the flesh. You're right on. Because that's what they're going to do. <clears throat> they're going to show, look how, you know, you, those Christians say they're all godly and love Jesus. Look what they do. You know, and I get reminded that all the time. They're going to get worse. It's going to get a heck of a lot worse. You know, and I keep saying that. You know, we are in the end days, and it's going to get worse. This is nothing, and they're going to try to bait us. I've been, a lot of times I've noticed people try to bait me, and I just say, no, shut your mouth. Don't say nothing. (laughs) Ask them if they need a hug. Do you need a hug? I like hugging people. (laughs) Brother, thank you so much. I work at Head Start. And I loved giving children hugs, and they started telling me, "No, you don't oh, no. need to do that." And oh yeah, you know why? These kids come from broken families. You know, you could yeah. tell, you could see the child. You know, I, I, I got empathy from God. I could see that. I grew up as a abused child, and I could spot one a mile away. And what they need is love, and that's what's right. lacking in this world. You, you know, know and that's, that's right. I quit. I couldn't take it from there every it, day. It, hey, you know, you really don't want to do that. And and I, I understand. I mean, there's nothing better than a hug from a child, or 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 even a, as well as a, as a lick from a puppy. Okay, but uh, you know, a hug from a child right. is very special. And uh, it's unfortunate because of the perversity that's in the world that has right. changed things. You know, they've twisted it all around now. You know. Yeah. They they want it that way. They don't want us to love. They want to destroy our families. Amen. They That's want, right. they, Satan wants to destroy everything God made. Yep. Oh, yep. Get me on a rant here, uh, all right, brother. Well, thank you I for just, your call. You know, I hope really I, want I, to call in. You broke the ice there. Yeah, we appreciate it, Thomas. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really love your show, and I'll good keep night. listening. Thank you, brother. Take okay. care. Good night. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. Great call from Thomas in Missouri. We're going to go to Jacob next. Jacob is in Oklahoma also. Jacob, you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. What's up? Hey, what's Man, up? Man, so check, <laughs> check it out. So we got another Oklahoma guy in the in the house. So uh, hey, well, I'll try not to be what? Welcome from Oklahoma. Uh, welcome. Oh, thanks. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an honor to be on here, and uh, you know I I listen to you guys every day, um, and you know you guys really line up with um, what God's doing, um, you know, on this planet, and um, you know we 
it seems like America, it seems like Christians every day I see them and it seems like they've forgotten what their purpose is. And, um, you know, there, there is a great commission here. So it's, it's really strange that, uh, you know, I go to these churches and it's like they go there, they, um, you know, listen to the praise and worship and then they, they go eat and they go home. It's, it's just, um, <laughs> it's not church, you know, it's just, a goofy community and even then you have you know little uh, I would say posses but they're in little cliques you know it's like they yep. uh, they all stay in their little group and everyone's happy but, uh, yep so you, you know I just right in the head. Yep. you know um, but really I, I had a question for you guys um, uh, and this is something that I've heard that came up recently um, in my news feeds and um, we had the issue with Saudi Arabia, um, and there was a bill, I guess, that uh, was passed. I wasn't sure if it was actually passed, um, dealing with uh, 9-11, um, and somehow you can have a lawsuit against Saudi Arabia. I, I really don't know all the details very well, but um, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the secret 28 pages of the 9-11 report um I, I believe is what you're referencing that made the news back what uh, uh, back About a in month April. Ago. Yeah, two months I think. Ago. Is, that, is that what you're referring yeah. to? Um, okay. I'm not sure if it was that secret docu- document. Uh, sorry, it's, you said it was a secret document, correct? Well, it, it redacted. Uh, 28 pages from the uh, 9/11 report were redacted. 28 pages. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and it had to do with Saudi Arabia, more about the relationships and, and the and the people in um, the, the ties of the terrorists. So, yes, I mean, um, but uh, where it stands right now, I think I think it, it remains under scrutiny, at least to my knowledge. Um, I, I don't believe, um, I know there's a, there's a website, I think it's 28pages.org, I don't. I don't know what the status is at the moment. Um, this um, might be a, a separate um, issue. It's uh, from what I've read and what I've heard is that Saudi Arabia has threatened the U.S. saying that they would release information about nine eleven, and um, along with yeah. that, I also heard about. You know, I, I don't know if you guys have passed by that. That's really what I was wondering if you guys knew any. Uh, information on that. Now, I also heard a little bit about Vladimir Putin possibly um, having some details that, uh, yes. you know, if this stuff was released, it would destroy America. I, I mean, all the way back to Bush, it would be, okay, well, Bush, did you know what was going on? Did you set this up? Um, you know, and then Obama and Clinton sitting in that room while uh, Osama bin Laden was killed. So it's like, you know, were they... Um, just part of the plan that Bush had, you know, I, I don't think Bush is, is the one that, you know, put, put this all together, but somebody's pulling the strings, you know, someone's, someone did all this. Um, and I mean, it would be detrimental to America if this, uh, if this was true and came out. Um, what, I mean, what do you guys think the aftermath well, of something like that would be, you know? Well, see, I think, um, Saudi Arabia was in a, in a tight spot and they felt that the government the US government was going to throw them under the bus with the 28 right. pages and the claims that they have information that would show 
complicity from the U.S. government in the 9-11 attacks. I don't know if that right. is just rhetoric that they're saying, if it's something right. that they, they're threatening, or if it's something that they actually have. If it is something that they actually have and did release it, I think that would be, uh, in the eyes of the U.S. government, grounds for war. Now, I know Saudi Arabia is one of our closest allies, especially behind the scenes um, with right. the, at the least the latest right. presidents and with the oil, the petrodollar. Uh, we're so closely tied to them through the petrodollar that I don't think either nation can afford at this point uh, because the if the U.S. dollar collapse, so does Saudi Arabia. Well, look, I, I think it's really even more simple than that. Uh, are we to believe that 19 people, the majority of whom didn't speak English... Couldn't fly. Right, couldn't fly. They hadn't been in the United States for very long or before. Uh, they Many of them didn't have a, even a high school education. They could not have carried out this task without support from within the United States now. Especially the Pentagon, the alleged Pentagon. Right. Now, having said that, this is a far more... And they were Saudis, right? Well, 15 of the 19 were from Saudi. However, there's far more... Yeah, now there's far more to this than the 28 pages. The 28 pages is a mere... um, uh, Just the tip of of a really huge series of icebergs, not just one iceberg. Don't forget, most of the terrorists trained uh, that are operational out there have been trained by Western intelligence and have worked yeah. under the tutelage of Western intelligence assets. Yeah. So, yeah. so the 28 pages is just one small, minor, minute aspect uh, th- that that will reveal or has revealed, as many have read the, the, this, the 28 pages, of the relationships. But the actual operation mm-hmm. itself goes much deeper, and it has much greater implications because don't forget... Um, I mean, look look at the post nine eleven activities here, and this is this is a, a just an amazing subject because when the when when we look at at, at the larger view of history, you're going to see, and I think people will see, that this event was far more significant in terms of uh, its effect on uh, on on policy, on laws, on rights, on everything than was Pearl Harbor in nineteen forty one. So it's going to be a thick history book. I'll tell you that much. I mean, that's right. It's going down in history, and it's going to be, you know, it's just going to it's going to shake America. And like you said, it, it's possible. It's a possibility that we'll go to war over this. And um, you know, it's like, how can you fight for a country that was involved in killing its own people? I mean. I, it would be true, a civil war. You know? It would be a revolt. It's a civil war. You, you know, and, and this is exactly That's what right. they want. They, they need to burn this country down in order to to, to rebuild it in in the Babylonian yeah. um, you know, system. So, and, and that's what we're seeing right now with the with the politics of domestically. That's what we're seeing with the elections. That's what we're seeing everywhere. I mean, the attacks on the family, the attacks on on uh, the the racial incitement of violence, the uh, political uh, uh, breakdown, class warfare. Yeah, we're seeing it. So this is their this is their. Uh, we're we're watching the end game play out here. The end game of I shouldn't say end game. We're watching the the third quarter. I think play out of a football game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I about a year or so ago, I started listening to you guys, and I picked up on Tom Horn and uh, Steve Coyle, and you guys are just amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm an engineer, and um, I went to school to actually learn about Scripture, learn about God. Cool. That was, the, that was the reason I went. It wasn't for money, you know. Um, that's what I, I wanted to learn both sides so that I could witness to people, and um, that's what I've been doing. It's my purpose every day. I try to talk to another person, and for whatever reason, they come from a science, science perspective uh, these days, and so I can explain to them that's you know, about God. Yeah, it is, and you know they want proof, but I can and I can give it to them. I can, but uh, you know, yes. uh, it's a complicated world full of you know. Hey, we got to be logical about everything. Well, but, you know, I, I I believe this. The more, and this is just me. The more I read the Bible, the more that science comes alive, and the more I look yeah. at science. The more the Bible comes alive, I think the two are complementary. No, I really do. Um, uh, the Bible is a book of quantum physics. It's a book of physics. It's a book of, of. Um, I mean, it's just a, a marvelous book. I mean, you talk about it. It's just a mm-hmm. wow! What a great book the Bible is. Yeah. So, thank you, yeah. brother. Thank you for the call. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, Jacob. You too, man. See you guys. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for calling. All right. Up next, we have Mark in North Carolina. Thanks for holding, Mark. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Thank you for taking my call, Doug and Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh, no out, the lady, I think it was Debbie, was asking, what would our proper response be to a presidency of uh, Hillary Clinton? I'd say the same thing that we have for uh, Barack Obama. Uh, Proverbs 21 and 1 it says the, hand, the heart of the king is in, in the heart and the hand of the Lord as the river of waters he turns it whither soever he will and we take that to prayer you know, and ask him to turn that that's heart a, that's an interesting uh, scriptural reference tied to that uh, to, uh, that's an interesting Nexus. Yeah, Proverbs 21. Yeah. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. The rivers of water, he turneth it whatsoever he will. So, so, and then the next verse, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Hmm. Interesting. I think that's a, yeah, I think that's very relevant to today. And if, Folks, if you go to Proverbs 21 and continue reading, it, it expands uh, on that. And uh, what you said about a, a Hillary presidency, yeah, I think it would be um, just as intense and increasing with the corruption, more, much more so than, than Obama. And with Trump, uh, the prospect of him becoming president, I don't know what to expect uh, with that, but you never know. Uh, we have to remember, you know, what Dr. Lake said yesterday, what Paul McGuire talks about, and that is 
in our own minds, we tend to put limitations on, on what the Lord is able to do in this world. And uh, as you pointed out with this this uh, chapter in Proverbs, that the Lord can change the hearts of a man, of a king, of a president, and make it harder or you can, you turn can use towards leaders, him. Right. You know, one way or another. And, and but, but you know what? It's... It, each one of us, this is my view, each one of us, we've got to get serious about our faith and we've got to get serious about what we're going to do about the threats that are, that are coming at us from every direction. We've yeah. got to, we've got to, uh, put down our, we've got to, we've got to bring the heavenly fight to the earthly realm. We've got to saddle for battle. That's. Again, what Paul McGuire enough. talked about, what Michael Snyder has recently wrote about is that the dedication of the Satanists uh, yes. in their, you know, rituals and the, in the Wiccans and, and what, in their practice. It seems like all these people, uh, who stand for these, uh, evil things are fully invested. Whereas we as Christians seem to take a back seat and, and it, it's not in the forefront. It's not, you know, uh, our mission, so to speak. Right. And it needs to be. Yes, and uh, as a uh, aside, uh, Doug and Joe, I would really appreciate it if you did get uh, David Langford on a whole lot more than you do. Yeah, Pastor Langford. We we've spoken to Pastor Langford off air, and uh, he's extremely busy. He's he's. I mean, boy, he's growing. Um, I know he's he was uh, out of state uh, doing doing some things with the uh, Jim Baker on the Jim Baker show. But yes, we will get him on as well because he is what I consider. He's my pastor. That's how I consider him, and he's he's such a a great scriptorian. So we will. We yes, will. thank you. All right, brother. God bless you, my friend. Yep. Thank you Very for the call. Thanks. Have a good night, Mark. Real quick, Joe. Uh, I listen to a lot of talk radio for a lot of reasons because. Well, I just listen. I mean, here's a question to, to the listeners out there. Do you hear any of this on the big talk stations? The, the, the quality of the callers. The, 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 I mean, again, we've got the best, most sincere, the greatest audience in the world. And all of talk radio. That's my, and, and I'm very, personally, I'm very protective of our audience and I just want to say thank you to every one of you absolutely go ahead alright we got Scotty next and then Sarah followed by Kevin Scotty also in North Carolina you're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report hey Doug and Joe how are you doing good man first time I've called but um something called me earlier was that Joe brought up a story about a city councilman saying firefighters look like a bunch of yahoos with a flag on the back of the truck yeah, I haven't yeah. looked it up. I haven't looked it up yet to see where it was from, but you know, this is just another. This is like the roots of the New World Order. You know, this is just a little heads, you know, in our local area that are, uh, you know, just sprouted up their little corruption and they're probably getting money from somewhere. And uh, it, it, it's it is the intentional orchestrated attack and. Um, uh, degradation of uh, 
of our values. Yes, it is. And it, this happened in Rhode Island. A Rhode Island city official called the city firefighters terrorists and compared them to ISIS for putting an American flag on their fire trucks. The firefighters say they have been told to remove the flag by city officials. Rhode Island. Um, there was a, a hot mic, which the city councilman said this. They look like a bunch of yahoos, like in the paper, like ISIS in Syria going to take over a city. I don't think they need that big flag on the back of the truck. That's not American to me. Those are a bunch of terrorists. Well, what the, so what's this going, idiot's name? Uh, Grilinski. Grilinski. All right. Uh, I, I want to send him a, a picture of Iwo Jima. I want to send him a Fred. picture. Grilansky. Okay. Fire, uh, I'm sorry. Central, uh, con, uh, fire district chairman. And I'll, I'll send this to you. Yeah, uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact this guy tomorrow. Uh, seriously, I am. N- now I'm fired up. I mean, that's See crazy. what you did. See what you did to me now. Now I'm fired up. I <laughs> got, I gotta get this to, guy. That's what needs to happen. That's, that's where it's gotta come from. It's gotta come from a local level. We gotta take care of people like this. Get them out of the, out of their positions. Just follow them around a little bit with a camera, and I'm sure you'll find they're into some kind of corruption in their businesses or whatever. Catch them with a prostitute, something. They're doing something, you know, that can get them out of office. And we need to just—I mean, you're an yeah. investigator, Doug. You know that. You know they're not—they wouldn't be that hard to catch, and they could probably be prosecuted on a local level. Well, and, uh, look at the common sense aspect of this. Yeah. I mean, you have somebody yeah. using this—you know—calling the firefighters and their display of patriotism by the flag. Uh, comparing them to ISIS terrorists, you know, America has been around a lot longer than the ISIS terrorists. Have <laughs> the American flag has been a symbol of our freedom uh, and be nation. A lot longer too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, and then for them it'll to be here, it'll be here when they're gone. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, but what what a moronic, idiotic thing to say. Number one and number two, uh, yeah. you know, that's w- generous. <laughs> yeah, and and, and uh, well, yeah. I don't, uh, so you're going to send me the information on it. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let folks know tomorrow night how that conversation went. Uh, um, I appreciate that, yeah. All right, brother. Man. <laughs> all right, thank, thank you. you so much. And enjoy your show so much, man. Thank you all for what you do. God bless Thanks right. for the call, right. Scotty. Have a good night. God bless. All right. We have... Oh, Scotty's done it now. No, <laughs> um, Sarah from Minnesota. Thank you for holding. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Hi. Hey, Hi, Sarah. Very glad. Do you hear me? Yeah, sure, we can. Okay. And not okay. only that, we can okay. see you. Oh, well, that's how, always how, how come you're still in your pajamas? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm kidding, Sarah. <laughs> All right. What's on your mind? Um, well, uh, first time caller, I tried about three weeks ago. I couldn't get through, so I'm very glad I can now. Um, I'm glad that you're doing first time callers only. Um, I basically this past year changed my whole life around. Um, my mom passed away, and um, I uh, leaned on a, a coworker who um, brought me to church with him. I switched religions, uh, got baptized in April. Uh, so basically, changed my whole life around. He introduced me to you back in November, and so I've been listening ever since. And I got your book, Doug, and for both of us, and uh, autographed, and just learning so much from you two and all of your guests, and um, just little by little, just gaining a whole perspective of the end times and things like that. Wow. 
Well, well Sarah, that's mm-hmm. uh, wow. Wow, thank you. Um, so, so are, are, are we making a difference, Sarah? I mean, do, do you think we are? Well, apparently, I mean, from from, from what you described. Oh, definitely. We, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Um, it's it's a vista, basically, for me. It's just, um, uh, with my previous religion, we didn't talk much about your topics at all. Um, just kind of glazed by them. So I'm just learning so much from you two and all of your guests. Well, we're certainly glad that you are, Sarah. And, and you know, it's it's people like yourself who give us meaning, I suppose, and to verify the, the fact that we are, you know, doing some, in some small way, shaping um, history. And I don't want to sound... I don't want to overstate the case, but but I'm glad you told mm-hmm. us that. I'm glad I'm glad you and congratulations on, on on your baptism and and you know I'm so sorry for for your mom loss of your mom. I know that's rough. Um, Thank you. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, she was my best friend. Oh man, may, may I ask how old you are? Um, uh, thirty-seven. Okay, so you lost your mom at thirty when you were thirty-six, thirty-seven. Um, Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah, th- that's rough um, to, to lose a parent any at any age, mm-hmm. but especially one who's been a good friend. And wow. Well, we'll pray for you. And um, thank you. Mm. Just right. want to let you know that you 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 do make a difference, and um, there's probably more of me. Type, um, but just just letting you know how how much a I just care about you too. <laughs> well, thank you, and we care about you as well, and, and I mean that we mean that g- genuinely because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're all in this together, and that's what I like to say. We we are all in this together, and and uh, when things do hit the fan and things get bad, it's our it's our only hope. It's our hope that we can rise to the occasion, and we can all help one another, and. Um, you know, that, 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 that's it. That's my prayer for mm-hmm. you and for everyone. So, and I want to thank you for being part of our extended family. All right. Oh, you're welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. I, I have a great night. You, you too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. All right. We got one caller left. Yes. Yes. We we we, we do cut the phone lines off because yeah. we know. You know. I mean it. The time factor. So, Kevin from Missouri, you are our final caller for this evening. Kevin, what's on your mind? Good evening, gentlemen. Um, am I coming across okay? Because this, uh, I had a little trouble with the phone line out here, and I'm very rural in the sticks. Man, you sound like you're you're right next door, yeah, so you're, you're good. good. Yeah, wonderful. Um, I, I wish I could say I had I had some really groundbreaking things to say. I'm not usually one who calls into programs because I'm, I'm nobody ever answers, and uh, and and only when I have, I'm yelling and screaming in my mind. Hey, look! I know all about this. I really want to contribute, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I do want to, a couple of things. I do want to do. Uh, and, is uh, tell you that um, I used to listen to you a whole lot and things in schedule and 
changed uh, that I got to listen now and then, or I had to pick up your broadcast uh, uh, as a you know uh, on YouTube after uh, you know if you've already been on the air. And um, I don't know if it's just your new digs or whatever, but I, I see a, a big improvement of how you guys um, uh, articulate and how you come across. Wow! You, I think you've, you're, you're polished a little more. Well, and uh, yeah. We appreciate that. I tell you for myself, that's nothing that uh, I've done by my own power. Well, well you know what? Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because because all we're trying to do is is um, what or what we are trying to do is not become polished, polished, but be able to deliver our message more coherently. And sometimes. I mean, sometimes I fail miserably doing so. Joe, the same way. Other times, surprisingly, we're able to communicate rather well. Um, and we've, we've been able, because of the support of our listeners and the generosity of our listeners and, and the, the quality of guests, uh, um, and we, we had to elevate our, our venue. We, we had to elevate our, um, the studios in order to attract the guests that we have and to maintain the guests that we have. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm yeah, not quite rambling. It does. But, uh, you know, um, a lot of times, uh, I don't care what it is, if some make an athletic analogy, whether it's a basketball or shooting pool or playing a guitar, yeah, you might not consciously really realize what you're doing. You just go, you do it, and you think you Maybe I can do this a little different, and pretty soon, you know, you really, you really uh, uh, have polished. I don't mean polished in a in a slick, sugary kind of way, but you guys have just really, uh, you've just upped your game a little bit. And I'm really proud of you. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, and, I do have uh, a couple of questions, and I do have one funny story to tell you. I'm uh, out here in the Ozarks, but uh, I'm a retired electrical engineer and uh, systems analyst. Uh, and uh, I've been around this uh, game starting with a book called uh, None There Call a Conspiracy in 1974 while I was in college. I, I started back to college when I was 21. Gary Allen. Yeah, it's a yeah, wonderful book. Yep. Yep. And uh, I got about halfway through it, and I was kind of in a pseudo-liberal phase, so I figured uh, by reading the half I got that it was just the Republicans. And uh, I ran into another fellow who gave me a load of books that I didn't have a chance to read. And I got out of school in June 78, and by August I was out in um, Sudbury, Massachusetts with Raytheon Missile Systems. And uh, once you get to the East Coast, uh, I've heard people say this before, but I think I'm the man who coined the phrase, if you go over to uh, to Cambridge, uh, you can't throw a rock in the air without it falling down and hitting a communist. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, that turned and I, I finished reading the book, and I had a neighbor who was a little older, and and he was conservative, and, and uh, it just my it just took off from there. And uh, uh, the uh, I uh, I go to uh, I'm, I, I'm still enrolled in a VA hospital in Wichita. Uh, I have friends back there, and I used to to work for a big company back there, so I go back there for my my treatment sometime, and uh, I, I went. The other day, uh, and I stopped for gasoline in Joplin, Missouri, uh-huh. and I had on my Hillary for prison T-shirt, <laughs> and uh, 
I, I didn't realize it and I got out and I'm walking by this Jeep or uh, what's that English version of a Jeep that you pay too much money for? Uh, oh, you're not talking about Range Rover, are you? Yeah, yeah, Range Rover, that's it. Okay. And uh, there was a, an old gal in the front and an old, gal, and an old guy was pumping gas. Yeah, here I am, 64, calling somebody else old. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, she, her eyes bugged out and, and she was shaking her head back and forth and going, no, no, no. And, and the <laughs> husband said, no, am I putting in too much gas, honey? I mean, <laughs> it just dawned on me that the old gal was looking at my t-shirt I'm she went almost went apoplectic and I didn't realize it until I got halfway inside to, you know to put some money down on gas uh, and then there's a, a nice looking young gal she could be somewhere between 18 to 26 and thereabout and she just leaned way over the counter and stuck her arm I said I want to shake your hand and say thank you and I thought wait a minute man I, I you know, people do that when you, I've got my hat on that says Vietnam vet Von Cao you know sure. uh, but I I, I didn't have the hat on, and I, and I said, why? She said, why, Hillary, she said, I really like that shirt. She goes, that means a lot, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> in one fell swoop, I got, you know, uh, very solid reactions from both sides of the fence. Wow. Well, you know, it, it's um, any more. Um, and I was thinking about this, okay, uh, because... You wear a, uh, for example, you wear a Trump, make America great again, or whatever, whatever his phrase is. You wear a Trump cap or T-shirt or whatever. You're going to get a reaction, just as you got from your T-shirt reaction. It's, Take it's, it back to the Confederate flag issue. Yeah, maybe six months ago, a year sure. ago, where uh, they were banned in some states, and then people had you know bumper stickers that were ripped off their cars or vandalized where they were. And then you take it now to what we see with Trump and the anti-Trump uh, nature and the hate that we see for him. Um, and a lot of the hate is based on, on speculation and, and misconceptions of things he said. But the climate... It, it, that's that's what I'm getting at, the climate. Okay, because... Right. It's, very dangerous, it's a very dangerous yeah. climate as well. Exactly. You either like you, both sides of the spectrum. Um, generally speaking, uh, comments like uh, you know the shaking the head and stuff would come from somebody driving a Subaru. Okay, at least in my experience, and then the shaking of the hands. Um, but everybody's become hyper emotional. Yeah, now, very much. And you see the uh, level of offense. People are now. I mean, I like the example of what happened in uh, some of the colleges where the chalkings. Trump 2016 chalkings offended students to the point they oh, needed yeah. to seek psychiatric counseling. Oh my lord! Um, that was. Um, are, are these new? Gener is that called the snowflake generation or something? Really? The, the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw a chalk mark. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what you'd call it, but uh, this was this happened. They were it was dubbed the chalkings with slogans Trump 2016 or. All Lives Matter, they actually launched from that hate response teams due to the level of offense by the college students. But that speaks to the climate that we're in right now, this hypersensitivity. And you just have to be careful because a shirt like that, although it's great I, and it, the message on it is 100% on, you know, that old lady at the gas station who had that reaction next time could be a, you know, an angry guy with an illegal firearm. 
yeah, just that's, you don't know uh, but, anymore. But, well, let me ask you I'm something. I'm not discouraging. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. But did, did, were you in country? Uh, did you see action in, in Vietnam? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because here you are, a Vietnam vet, saw action, saw combat. Obviously, and I don't know when you came back if uh, how you were treated, but uh, uh, you know, depending on what Not year. Well, but I've been back to Vietnam twice, uh, 2011, and again in 2013, uh, January and, and in February. And I just went on my own because of a I didn't want to go initially, but a gal we used to uh, in a company in Hanoi, we, my firm used to subcontract circuit uh, cards out to to be populated. Um, we got a big tax break for that. She always said, why don't you come visit? Why don't you come visit? And I said, no, 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 no. But long story short, they really treated me. I got more respect there than I ever got over here. It was really funny. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but yeah, go no, ahead. No, 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 that's fine. I, I just, uh, I, I'm just thinking uh, about the different reactions by people. And, well, you uh, know, I, yeah. I live uh, in a town, uh, well, actually on 80 acres remote, outside of a town of 500 people, and where I'm 25 miles to another town that's got maybe 15,000, 35 miles to another town that's got maybe 25, 30,000, and Springfield's uh, about 60 miles away, and I don't know what the population of that is, but it's it's it's, per, it's pretty fair-sized little city. And um, so mostly when I wear the shirt around here, uh, there's not there's not too much opposition. I've seen one or two people looked at it and kind of cringed, but ma- majority of us are just you know. Uh, I've gone from being an, an articulate uh, uh, man in a suit and to I'm just an old redneck now saying hand me them their pliers. You know, I just <laughs> I really oh, <laughs> I can still write very articulate, but it, it I'm really having to struggle to. Um, uh, just to to uh, you know get my thoughts out in, in some form of meaningful way without sounding like an idiot. Uh, well, you just described me per, uh, perfectly. You know. <laughs> well, we, we we may be we may be related uh, to each other somehow. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you is, in, you know, I'm a, a voracious um, reader and listener, and I have been for years, and. Uh, I, you know, you've had uh, Tom Horn and Steve Quayle on and Timothy Alberino, and I'm not sure where I heard it first from you or Wells, or maybe probably both simultaneously, because sometimes one guy's on your show and the other guy's on his. Uh, but there's a, 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 a fellow named Chuck Missler, Charles right. Missler. He's a mm-hmm. uh, retired. Uh, uh, well, he's a been a. Uh, and yeah, we graduate. Uh, we met him at Prophecy in the News in Orlando in 2014, I believe. Oh, did he? Okay, I, I just like listening to his sermons because being uh, an engineer and having to take the advanced physics, and I kept up with it all the way through the late 90s. And uh, some of his uh, um, uh, sermons are really interesting because he uses a lot of uh, concepts of physics to, uh, to is, is a proof of the existence of God. And I didn't know if you guys have heard of him or not. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 a very pro- prolific author. He's got a great um, body of work. Yeah. Um, now we don't, we don't agree on all the exactly. his, his positions, but most most of them uh, I do. And he is um, a very well respected uh, 
prophecy teacher and theologian. Yeah, and again, we have our differences, but the differences are not, you know, uh, yeah, not so Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, you know, uh, um, I think especially with the rapture thing, but um, um, the only, the only, you know, assuming that that the side of the fence I'm sitting on uh, is right, the only thing I worry about is not, you know, is that. God isn't going to still take us, uh, or Christ isn't going to still take us if, if we, you know, are arguing about you know some minutia. But uh, I, the only thing I'm worried about is if our my side defense was correct, uh, and they had to go through the tribulation, and they weren't raptured out before. That there's a possibility that a, that some souls could be lost because of you still the human nature of being despondent. You go, you know, well, uh, yes. I, I've been let down or something's wrong. You exactly. Know. And uh, we got to pray against, yeah, pray yeah. against those negativities. But Kevin, we are at the end, end of our program. Uh, thank you for your service, by the way. Short. And, and that sounds right. But thank you for serving thank you in for, our thank country. Thank you for having me, guys. I hope to talk to you again or meet you someday. Absolutely. Thanks for calling. You have a good night. All right. Me too. Bye-bye. Tomorrow, John Haller will be our guest. Again, his website is Fellowship Bible uh, Chapel or FBChapel.com. Go there. It's going to be a spirited discussion. And then that. Friday, Dr. Ted Brewer. Yes, sir. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much. Thank you, Global Star. Thank you, everybody. Rhonda, JD. And, of course, Josh, thanks for manning the helm. Global Star Radio Network.